Welcome back, my Banter Bro heroes, to yet another super-duper heroic adventure. I am your not-so-friendly, more likely to chop off your head and piss in your mailbox, neighborhood vigilante, Timothy Souped-Up Dick of Bennett. And with me is my super-duper Banter Bros, Jason Chandler. Hey, hey. And my super-duper little bit of a Banter Bros now. <laughs> Aram Banyan. What up? Aram is sorry I work. It's been it's been a been a hot minute, but he's with us. So tonight we are going to be talking about Age of Ultron for our Marvels film. Yeah. And I'm excited about this one. And then we're gonna be talking about our last April theme topic, which is Man versus Self. Man versus Self. So if anybody has a uh, confusion about that, it's basically we're going to be talking about movies that have an internal struggle with somebody. So a man or woman, woman, who has an internal battle or some sort. So Main character. Main character. Yeah. Oh, yes. man, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, otherwise, that's a lot to take. Yeah. Yeah. That'd just be the main character. Main character <laughs> has, oh, yeah. a, has an internal struggle. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> we wanted to bring up the new trailer that got dropped like yeah. last week, right? Yeah, sounds and, about right. And uh, I've watched it, uh, oh, I, like I said, I watched it at least once every day since it came out. So a good 20 times or so. Oh, yeah. it's not a trailer, it's a teaser. The actually. teaser, it's not even a full it's, trailer. Yeah, there's it's just way a too fucking much. teaser. And I just have to clarify because it's like, you forget it's a teaser. I don't yeah. know, it's, well, like, about, it's so about, good. <laughs> about how many times do you think you watched it already? Uh, at least 12. Yeah, and you said you watched it at least a couple times. I, I've watched it at least a few times, like, and I've, yeah, I mean, I've read some articles even on the on the teaser trailer. And so there's so much fucking information right. in that teaser trailer. Right, just a little teaser. And, and so within the first 12 hours, I read this. Have we even said the name of the nope, trailer? Nope, that's what I was waiting. <laughs> okay. So he's trying to hype it up. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Within the first 12 hours of it being released, this, yeah. just this teaser, 209 million views in 12 hours. Yeah. Did it break a record or something? I don't know. But yeah, no nevertheless, idea. that is it's just a outstanding lot. numbers. Yes. So people are, yeah, in awe like we are. I'm fucking in <laughs> awe, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that that teaser would be the fourth installment of the four, of the four, of the Thor. Four, Love and Thunder. <laughs> Of the Thor uh, standalone movies, Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder, and it looks yeah. good. Looks it dope. does look yeah. fun. Same director who did uh, Ragnarok. Aaron, you want to mention his name? The director's name is Taika Waititi. <laughs> T-W. T-Dub. T-Dub. Uh, and so I, no doubt that it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be funny. It's going to be witty. It's going to be well-written. And well, there was there was funny stuff already in the teaser. Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's rewatchable. It's yep. like... I don't know. And no, we, we yeah. already saw, like, in the last little bit that we get, and we'll dive into this later, but we already know that he Thor became a space pirate, basically, for a little bit, hanging out <laughs> with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah. now I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. So, mm -hmm. yeah, if you haven't seen the trailer, then you're living under a fucking rock. Yeah. And there's no excuse because you can have cell service under a rock, too. So <laughs> Pay your internet bill yep. and get on it. Get on it. <laughs> And stay tuned for whenever we get a chance to go talk about that later down the road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the I, next six we're gonna months. Have to, I'm going to have to see that one in the theater. Mm. We should just get a day together where we can all go together. Yeah. yeah. I'm totally done. I'll take the day off. 
Maybe right. that and Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, oh, I, I really want to watch that, that in theaters. But... I really do. I want to watch it in theaters. That one looks like it's I, one that it should be seen. Like, yeah. Sam Raimi, like, come on. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, and, and not to bring this back up too much, but The Love and Thunder, one of the biggest reasons why Christian Bale is in that movie is because of the script. I missed that Christian Bale was in that movie. Why oh, is... yeah. Who's he playing? God the Butcher. Car... God the butcher, the oh, bad guy. Okay. He's playing the bad guy. He's playing oh, the main villain. Right, I do remember yeah. reading that. He but was the playing. only reason he said that after doing the Christopher Nolan Batman, he's like after having to uh, don the suit and stuff like that, take yeah. him on and on and on and off. He's suit. like, I don't want to do this no more. It's like I, yeah. I'm not. This isn't for me. Like apparently, he just doesn't like superhero films, or mm-hmm. you know, want to be in them. But because the script was so good, he's like, Same. okay. <laughs> Certainly yeah. okay. seems like he doesn't like being in popular movies, is what I'd say, but. I don't know. He seems yeah. difficult. Yeah, he seems difficult. <laughs> but once again, he doesn't put on a bad performance. No. no. So, all right. We're going to be getting into Age of Ultron. Age of the of real Ultron. topic of discussion. Otherwise, we can sit here and talk about that oh, yeah. goddamn teaser for a while, just like we did Mortal Kombat. <laughs> right? <laughs> Whole episode. Whole episode of... Uh, so, <clears throat> Aram, give us some details before we, right. we dive into it. Actually, first of all, first Yo. of all, when, how long, we've all seen this prior, but... How long do you think it's been since you last saw it? Oh. Probably around the time it came out. I've never, I haven't gone back to watch this. Yeah. Yeah, same. Like, I think right after it came out, yeah. I think I watched it once. And, like, Marvel's been punching them out so quickly. Like, I just never went back. Yeah, you know, and that was something I was realizing, too. Now that they've been coming out so much quicker, especially at this point, they were coming out at least. Yeah, they were hammering A couple, a year or something, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you kind of just move on. At yeah. that point, and I have to agree. I think that when I bought the DVD, it was pro- when, it, when it came out in DVD, mm-hmm. it was probably the last time. I'm not gonna say 100%, but yeah, I don't remember last time. It's definitely been oh, six it, years, yeah, it'd been a while. So, like when I, I watched it this morning, and I was like, holy shit, I didn't watch it. I, like, I haven't seen this for fucking ever. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've only watched it twice. There's a lot of things that I still remember, like it, it stuck in my head. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But there's so many things that oh, I'm wanting to talk about. Because I was like, sure. oh, wow. Like, I forgot about this or yeah, like, this happened or, you know what I mean? So like, Same. There was like, there's plenty of stuff like, yeah, I remember that. They're like, oh, wait, that happened? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I, yeah. Anyway, let's do the details. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, so, yeah. So Age of Ultron or the Avengers Age of Ultron came out in 2015. So probably about seven years ago. Uh, no, that it's not properly. It is seven years ago. Sorry, I don't know why I said it that way. Um, directed and written by Joss Whedon. Uh, Stanley, which he did cur- the last one. Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. he did the other the, the previous Avengers. He did a couple other ones too, didn't he? I don't, I don't think he did. I thought I he only, only did done this movies. one. Oh, okay. I'll look it up real quick while you talk. Um, obviously, Stan Lee is credited as a writer, but it, <laughs> it's all based on the shit that he wrote in the comics. Uh, he's credited as the writer because it was his idea, right? It, and it's, it all Jack it always Kirby says like Stan Lee is credited guys. as like it's based on comics that he wrote. As far as Jesus Christ, all the details I usually give are way down at the bottom of this thing. Um, so budget wise, it had a two hundred and fifty million dollar budget. So far, that's got to be the most. Wow, right? The most. And I don't think anything else has had that much, right? 
What was what was uh what was the last Avengers? Maybe the whole cast got a raise. I feel like the last Avengers was like I'll I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, but, uh, I think it's a flat 200. 200, yeah. flat 200 two. million for the last one? Yeah, I want to say. Avengers, yeah. Uh opening weekend domestic wise, it made 191 million dollars. So it almost made its money back just opening weekend. Yeah. Uh it grossed domestically. It grossed four hundred fifty-nine million dollars, and this was two hundred fifty million. Two hundred fifty million. So the last one was two hundred twenty million. Two hundred twenty. Oh, dope. Estimated. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it made four like four hundred sixty million dollars domestically gross, and then worldwide it made one point four billion dollars. I remember this uh, being highly anticipated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah, the the first adventures went well. I mean, the movies were all doing well at this point. So well, there was such a buildup to everything that they mm-hmm. were doing in this one. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, it runs for it's a two and a half hour movie, um, which is I can't remember what the first Avengers was. I think it was about the same, yeah. roughly. So I mean, these are these Avengers ones are definitely running longer, I think, than the standalones, but not by much. And that makes sense. Yeah. So realistically, it was a pretty big success. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to say that this won't succeed if the first one did. Now, now no, it's not it, always that's what the I mean, case. Highly anticipated, yeah, it's highly like, anticipated. But the it's it's because if it wasn't the comic book movies, you know, if if we didn't already have this idea and we have all this entire world that we're building around, yeah, then I don't know. You know what I mean? I would question. Would, yeah, I, yeah, I would probably question it then, but. Marvel sure. hasn't been fucking up. <laughs> mm-hmm. They no. haven't done any wrong. They, they have figured out their formula and they're running with it. Um, as much as DC has struggled with their formula, Marvel has it figured out and they've just gone with and it. And it's because of studio. It's all studio right there. You know, yeah. Kevin. Uh, as soon as Kevin Feige took over, he's been he's been nailing it. Yeah. Um, but it's because of studios. DC, on the other hand, they have a huge, massive amount of problems with studio problems. You know, yeah. The studios taking control or doing this. Or whatever, and they'll never unify until actually maybe maybe now, because uh, what was it? They bought they bought out or they sold somebody bought them. Um, I don't, I don't oh remember. shit! DC got bought by somebody. Yeah, yep. I think or, or Elon Musk. <laughs> so he he bought Twitter. He, Twitter, he bought yeah. DC and Twitter. Yep. <laughs> but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the the thing, but anyway, the point is is that the studios have been interfering with the DC. Which has been interfering with create, you know, the creative process, and that's why, you know, and you're not going to find this connectivity between all of them because, because of that, because of the fucking studios. So Marvel has been succeeding because they were like, hey, we're going to make sure all this connects. Yeah, you know, they were like, nope, nope, they're all going to be here. And what have they done now? This was what ten, almost ten years. When was this? Two thousand fifteen, so seven years ago. <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> it's not probably seven. It's so, to the day. Almost Maybe seven years, years ago. Happy birthday, Avengers. <laughs> the point is that <laughs> seven years later and now what have they done? They've bought all the rights to all of it. Yeah. Yeah, they have, so, all they the have IP full they control want. of everything. Oh. Just imagine if they did that way back when. Oh. Well, we wouldn't have, you know, the last few X-Men movies that fucking... Shut oh the yeah, yeah, that's true. They might have been better. Or the last Fantastic Four movie, which I still haven't seen. But it's good like. for its own things, bad for all the other things that they deserves to be bad for. Yeah. 
It shouldn't have been be Fantastic Four. Let's put that way. It'll be interesting to see when they try to finally bring those into the MCU. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm super curious. So it's just well, right around the corner. Yeah. Even the way they brought in the the fast guy from Quicksilver, Quicksilver? Yeah, from X Men, uh, and WandaVision was cool. So yeah, whatever they're yeah. gonna do is gonna be For fucking sure. awesome. Yeah, probably. whatever they're gonna do is gonna, they're gonna make it. They're gonna as long as they make can it make it work, right? Yeah, because yeah, we're watching Age of Ultron. Uh, this. Quicksilver is that? Yeah. Yep. This version of I, and they, this is they brought in the right. They made the right choice. This guy in Age of Ultron wouldn't have been the fun, crazy yeah. uncle in Wandavision that the other guy was. It's two different. Yes. Yeah, two, yeah. two, two different characters. I liked Aaron. Was Aaron Ta Taylor Tom? No, yeah, he's the guy who kick ass. American yeah. Horror Story. Well, no, I that's the one in, in X Men. That's the one oh, that was yeah. But okay. the guy who we see as Pedro in this one, he's going yeah. to be Craven. He's yeah. Raven. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's Aaron Tyler Aaron Johnson. Aaron Taylor, 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 Taylor Johnson. Johnson. He was the guy like in Kick Ass. Yep. Okay. The main character from Kick Ass. Yep. And so I liked him as this, uh, but now he's going to be Craven. So he's getting an opportunity to play two Marvel characters. Yeah. Damn. That's, yeah, that's, well, that's pretty impressive. And I feel like, a side note, I feel like he, without Magneto being a, a prominent, a prominent piece of their history, he he plays Quicksilver more to the comics than the other version. The other like yep. Quicksilver in the comics isn't a quirky, goofy kind of guy. He's a very serious man. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, but you're also yeah. I mean, that's the one issue that I saw. How uh, trying to bridge the gap between the two. Yeah, but I know they're figuring it out. Yeah, and they've kind sure. of already figured it out with the Wandavision. But I'm sure <laughs> they're gonna nail the X Men introduction solid. That'll I mean, be we super already we already have it in. Well, and some of the, and there's talk get, of yeah. multiverse of madness yep. having the Illuminati, which has Professor yep. X in it. So. Yep. So that's and that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Oh, there's. See, sorry, oh, I didn't mean to spoil yeah, anything. Yeah. Isn't he in the fucking trailer? The Patrick voice. Stewart? We don't get to yeah. see, but a silhouette, if I believe. Yeah, we, we get hear to see his is it Patrick Stewart or the McAvoy? No, nope, Patrick Stewart. Okay. Yep. So Word. All right. I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I'm. It's just, this is what I get giddy about. This is yep. why I love these movies. <laughs> Because I just can't. This I is can't the fun part of teasers for guys like us, because we think sit there and just pull pins out. Yep. And, and then this one. Wait, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? What are they? They could kid. do this. I wonder yeah. if they will. It's like it's like it's like kid with a fucking nickel in the 1920s in a candy shop, going, "What am I gonna buy? What can mm -hmm. I buy? What? Look at all this. Like, I got five options. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good old penny candy days. <laughs> Hitting it real. I just explained to him why uh, why we use the term a slang of money is bread. And he's like, wow. Wow. It's like, I guess when we say it, it's not that good. Yeah. You'll have to explain that one to me later because I don't even know what to talk about. It's because uh, you say, "Oh, I need to go make that bread, right?" It's slang yeah. To people well, no, use. I get I get the slang term. I just don't know the origin. Literally, what they're doing is they're buy, they're they have to go work just to make just enough money so they can buy some food and bread oh. is the most. So literally, that's all. It is. Oh, gotta go make that, that bread. So yeah, terribly anticlimactic. Oh yeah, there's nothing special. <laughs> that's the, that, the, he I I talked to him about that. and He's like, "Oh my goodness!" So people say, "Oh, you know," they hype it up or whatever. And, yeah, rappers are gonna make that bread. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's really like a sad like, yep. maybe part of make, history. Like, <laughs> really tell them maybe want to make more than that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the whole point. Yep. Anyway. Shoot for the moon. <laughs> all right. So that was all that we had for the uh, yeah, detail details. Yeah. So did you like it, gentlemen? 
Fuck yeah. Yeah. Did you like it better than the first Avengers? Because mm. at this point, you can literally say this is Avengers 1 and Avengers 2. Because I, like, I think you said that you like the Avengers movies the most out of one. Yeah, I the like first the, one that we like talked about. the dynamics between them. Um, I will say I'm torn because <laughs> I liked certain aspects of this movie there, more yeah. than I liked the original Avengers. Okay. But they're overall. It's kind of the I same. Would, I would probably say. I mean, yeah, it really is. It's really the dynamics are, are the same. Because they're still just a team that don't know how to work together or commu communicate. Yes, yes and no. <laughs> They've stepped it up a little bit. A little bit, but yeah. yeah. They're, they're about halfway there because right. the two that fucking nail the teamwork in this entire film is Captain America and Thor. Those two are yeah. on point. They're in sync. They've, like, got fucking special moves figured out and oh, yeah, things yeah. like that. Like, they are in sync. They're, like, looking eye to eye on things. Like, those two have figured out, but yet it's Tony. And Tony and, and Bruce, for yeah. the most part, yeah. are looking pretty close. But even then, it's just Tony's isolating himself too mm -hmm. much. To yeah, Tony. He, yes. Yeah. No, you no, go. You go. I, I find go. that. <laughs> no, I find that this is my problem with, Iron Man, I guess, in the whole scheme of things, because it always seems to be Tony taking charge, like saying, I'm going to fix this, or I'm going to do something to right. fix this, and then he fucks it up. And it's, it's, it, it seems to constantly be he's got to be cleaning up his own mess. Yeah. And I, I think I know what you're... He's like, only I can come up with the solution to save exactly. the world. He doesn't bother communicating with anybody. Exactly. <laughs> and that's brought to light Except more in this one, but like it's it's... Over every Iron Man yeah. iteration, yeah. it's always I'm gonna do this because it's what's best. Oh, I fucked up. I guess I gotta now, fix it. Now, why do you think world. that is? Do you think it's like for the character? Let's just dive into the, the character a little bit. We've already established in the first three films that there's a development that we see from Iron Man being, you know, Tony Stark being Tony Stark, you know, yeah. the Playboy, to being Iron Man, to then reinventing himself. From Iron Man to Tony Stark again in the third film. So, right. why do you think that is? Why is it that we're seeing th this? He's scared. I think it's the classic. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Mm. Like mm -hmm. he's always Which thinking. Is, he knows. I think it's, it's fed yeah. off of fear. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, fed absolutely. off of fear. It's like I know. Like I see what I've seen. I know what's best. No one else can really understand what I've seen. So I've got to do stuff. But that's. Yeah, you He's remember when he flew a nuke into uh, space, yeah. you know? Anybody mm -hmm. remember that? <laughs> but like, and that's constantly being <laughs> fed back like, oh, I did this on my own. I shouldn't have. Now I need help. Like, and he's just, he, he refuses to learn and that, from, that con from that concept. Yeah, and that is just the lamest part of the Tony Stark. And, <laughs> or and, the, these movies. And it's probably because he's not learning because of his... He is not terrified of people coming or aliens coming and, and destroying. Oh, yeah. Terrestrial stuff doesn't yeah. bother him. Well, it's the celestial, like the stuff not, he can't control. Either. What it is, yeah. it's not even that. It's He's afraid because he's only human. Yeah. He's not afraid when he's in the suit as much as he is without the suit. The suit, you know, so there's not a difference. And that's something that we were learning yeah. through the, the individual films. He's afraid because he's human. Yeah, he knows his limitations. Everybody else has something other than a suit. So he has to basically 
one-up everybody with some kind of power or some kind of ability or something like that because he's only human. But right. what he does have is he has his brain, he has money, and those influences basically rule the world. Yeah. So it's it's I think that's kind of what it comes down that's what's to. Said is, about Iron Man and Batman, money is the greatest superpower. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because you take all those away, what do they got? Nothing. Nothing. It's true. And I mean, even if through that, uh, an Iron Man was like, oh, you take your suit away, what are you? <laughs> Billionaires, like genius, genius billionaire philanthropist. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Like that's yeah. all he is. But what happens if you take all that away? Yeah. What does he got then? He's just a dude. He's just a dude. Everybody else still has their their shit. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, do you like this one better than the first Avengers? <sighs> I, I, I think I right. I think Just, I do. Okay. I think I do, and it's it's the first Avengers had its moments yeah. for sure. I mean, both of them are. I agree with what you guys are saying. It's really tough to say yes or no. Mm -hmm. But after rewatching this, there are so many things. The like, stakes are much higher somehow in this well, movie. Well, they flushed a lot of the issues out that they that they weren't aware of before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the writing on this one was very superb. It was almost flawless. Like, it's really hard yeah. to find those those holes, but you could find a couple holes in the other one. Mm -hmm. The way that the characters are, we've already had a development, so the characters are more round, rounded out. We have more of an understanding. They've come together, you know, but you still have that conflict. I I could be wrong. Um, I'd have to look it up, but I just don't have the willpower to do it right now, but I feel like... Was Joss Whedon brought in secondary to someone else that was supposed to do the I, the original Avengers? I oh, I don't know. I don't because I, I think that, that might be the difference. Like, because I feel like somebody else was doing the Avengers and then they weren't anymore. And I think Joss Whedon was. Well, they did that with in. the Justice League. But I feel like that he came in and that's Justice why League. they call him in on the Justice League because he's already done that before. Oh, maybe and it's I, the Justice. Oh, I, mean, okay. I don't know. Yeah, because because uh, Zack Snyder had to leave because his. His yeah. uh, daughter committed suicide, so he had to step away from the project. Well, and that's why I thought. But maybe it was already the, all filmed. Yeah, he I thought maybe that was in. just the 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 big difference between the original Avengers versus this is like Joss was on board from the from the from the jump versus mm -hmm. like being brought in secondhand. Yeah, I don't know. And about he had that. to work with that. I don't know about that. That would be something to look into. I feel like I read that somewhere. I could be it wrong. It does sound familiar. The more you say it. And that's why they called him right away for Justice League, I think, because he already yeah. had that experience to come in sure. and fix a big blockbuster movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, but that could totally be why the the writing improved so much from the from the first Avengers. It's like he had the chance to do it from scratch. Well, and you got to write for James Spader. That guy talks like Oof. fucking... <laughs> yeah. You can't put shit words in that, dude. Well, you probably could, and you still make it sound amazing. Yeah. Spader <laughs> made that whole movie, right. honestly speaking. Like, Now, I was not a fan of Ultron as the robotic side of things, the way that... <laughs> I, I thought it looked fine, like animation and stuff. I just yeah. don't care. Like, I don't care about... Visually, I gave a fuck yeah. about, about him. But if it wasn't for James Spader right. voicing Ultron, I probably would not care at at all. all exactly what I yeah. but yeah James Spader his cadence the way that he talks just the way that he does it's James Spader yeah and he's that's why I love Boston Legal so much yeah. it's Boston just Legal. because of James the Spader the Blacklist yeah. yeah and the Blacklist like it's just because of James Spader it's the way he talks the way he does things and this is that perfect example of like this <laughs> his monologues in this movie are phenomenal yeah like especially that first introduction to the like after the party when he kind of just, kind of like stumbling out in that weird robot yep. body. 
and like is just talking to him. Like that whole bit was dope. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, yeah, I and he's sinister and insidious, like without having to be that imposing. You like, know, because he's still learning and figuring everything out. Yeah, something about as he talks, and something about that that introduction though. You immediately, like immediately, without even the like a couple minutes before then, where you hear the discussion between him and Jarvis. Yeah, with, without even hearing that, you immediately know that he's the bad guy because it's a horror concept. Mm. Yeah, the way that that introduction was him, slot, like you know, like a he's zombie like basically fluid. And yeah, it's like, like a goddamn. Yeah. It's a zombie of a fucking robot. Yeah. That's fucking horror right there. Like, it just showed, like, this is the bad guy. You know it right away. Yeah. And then you hear everything he has to say, and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's another one that, like, basically takes, I think in D&D terms, he's probably lawful evil. Because he takes the concept of what Tony wants and then just cranks it up too far. Because he basically uh, yeah. he wants the world to be at peace, and he sees the only way to stop war and everything is to just eradicate what's causing it. Yeah, I, I could say that. I could see that, but he has a very similar outlook as Thanos. Sure. Yeah. Except for Thanos calculates. He he his was a calculation, like a yeah. pure. This is just math. This is how to make it work. Yep. And yeah, Thanos uh, has experience. Yeah, and, his uh, Ultron was just born. So he was yeah, born. Yeah, Ultron just said, we'll just and, mix it all and up. And Ultron <laughs> is taking it from, like, uh, information. Yeah. Yep. He so has no, like... It's, yeah. it's fake news. <laughs> right. It's it's the con- it's the same concept as, like, uh, in The Fifth Element when she's watching all the, yeah. all the yeah. screen footage and she starts, all of a sudden she gets into war and death and all of a sudden it just mm-hmm. breaks she her. Up. It's the same shit that happened to him, but, like, he had no moral compass to begin with. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had to obtain everything from all the information in the world that we had. So yeah. he, otherwise, he didn't know what was going on. So. And he had that and like Tony's protocols to like to mm-hmm. d- to dive off of. Yeah, because he even started to they started to run with that joke about him, you know, Tony being his dad. Right. Well, <laughs> they said that like, you that sound joke. just like Tony Stark. Right? Like, don't ever compare me to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's. I feel kind of like Ultron's origins are kind of the same as like an iRobot a little bit. I agree with you, actually. I I had a very similar. I I never read the book, but I I remember yeah, the I movie the and I remember the directives and like it feels a little bit like that. Yeah, I can see that. It's it's basically you're looking at well, it's AI. That's the issue that we have. AI. It's, yeah. it's a it's a artificial consciousness. Yep. So how if it's artificial, which means it's created, it's not natural. How can it have the natural? Ingredients like yeah. intuition and brings to gut feeling and all that stuff brings forth the concept of soul. Yep. So, how do they know what's right? But if you look at human nature, nothing that we do seems to be <laughs> the right move either. So, right. you know, uh, I, I don't know. It, it was a for the most part overall, it was a very profound evil character. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I especially love the the short conversation he and Vision have at the end. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Uh, just that quick. That like, and that that few moments where Vision just goes, "There's grace in their follies." Yeah, yep. like like all they're all dooms. Like he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, but then again, I was born yesterday. <laughs> right. Like, you are so unbearably so, naive. Let's talk about let's talk about some characters. So we have some new introductions for sure to this team of Avengers. So who's who's the the the, the original cast that we have? Right, we have away. Chris Evans playing. Well, I, Let's talk about the characters. Let's oh, do, okay. let's do more of the characters. 
Yeah. So we have Captain America, Black Widow, Iron Man, Hulk, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Thor. Thor. How did I forget Thor? Fuck. (laughs) Thor. Maybe we need to watch the teaser one more time. Um, So those are the original six that are on the the team. Um, Uh, Then we have... Maria Hill comes back as a as an actual character. Yep, which is uh, Kobe Smolder. Yep. Okay. Yep, yeah, I was character. Say the yep. People, Nick Fury. Yeah, they, they give her they give her an actual name this time. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like true like she's really identified as who she is. <laughs> oh, You're on probation worthy. now. You get a name. Yeah. You'll see in the next film. Wasn't her name in the other one? She was always called Maria. Hill, I think I think it was Hill. I think they used her last name. Oh. Okay. But now yeah. we actually know that she has a full name. That she's not just an agent. Of yeah, well, she's working. Well, yeah, she's, she's working, working for, for Stark Iron, Industry because yeah, sure, that's Stark. what you see at the end of uh, the Avengers. She's applying for a job at uh, yep. Stark Industries. So, um, who are our new characters? So, the Wanda, t- yeah, the, the yep. twins from uh, the last cutscene in. So, uh, cutscene. Uh, fuck, what cutscene was it? <laughs> Winter Soldier. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Wanda and Pietro. Yeah, uh, Maximoff. Which is Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Yep, Scarlet Witch. And uh, then we're introduced to Vision. Vision, who's a main, like this was he's a mainstay character. Yeah, from like the, like not only is is this an introduction, but this is like a prominent importance. To, he's been an important character for in the comics. Like I think he was even from the eighties, if not nineties. Um, but I mean, I he's been he's been in the comics like a prominent Avengers character for. A long time. Yeah, I don't know much about him in the comics for sure. Like, I know I've, had, I've read a couple with him in them, but I don't know much <laughs> he, about him. He's always like I me. Mean, eventually, you know, the WandaVision stuff becomes a big thing, but I mean, he's always been like a mainstay kind of character. Yeah, like in the in the Avengers. Uh, we do get a little bit of Falcon. Falcon. Yep. So oh, a tiny bit towards yep, the end. Just a little bit. So he makes a little bit of an appearance. Uh, when they're reassembling their team, because mm-hmm. what happens? What happens in this this team? Uh, fuck! I feel like I got put on the spot. They kind of <laughs> got well. They they disbanded from the Avengers. Oh yeah. So this leads up to what's going to happen next. So basically, Tony Stark took a step back. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, you yeah, are okay. just going to the end. Okay. Right okay. now, I was very yeah, just, yeah, just like in the beginning. I was like, like, are we really going to fast forward? All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was like, Wanda's really fucked. They're all the moving on. They're all moving on, basically, except for uh, Captain America, America Black, Black Widow, and Hawkeye. And they're the well, ones. Hawkeye that are... even retires. He goes back to Does his he, go home? he goes back home. Yeah. Now, the... so he's always getting called back in. Yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't come back to anything until. Is he in? Is he in Civil War? I don't know. He's I don't always remember. Popping in and out until. We'll we'll, we'll find out. It's coming up uh, soon. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah they anyway. disbanded and it disbanded for a little bit. Now that that plays a little bit later on, yeah. in, in Civil War. So we're gonna get a right. lot. We're getting to that more into that later. Yeah. But uh, you start this this film with them as a team. Yeah. Now the way they introduced this film was in in a battle. In, like, yeah. In a they're, battle. they're they're basically storming a castle. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> nice. what it is. They're storming a castle. Yep. Yeah. Um, they, this is, yeah, it's a callback to the cutscene from, what did we just say, Winter Soldier? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. where you first see the twins. You see Baron Strucker. Yep. I believe is his name, yeah. Yep. Strucker. Yep. You got it. Who is, who has the scepter from, uh, from the Avengers. I don't know how the fuck he got that. Yeah, that's the one thing I'm trying to figure out, because he's part of Hydra. That's the only thing I do know. Yeah, and how like. How the fuck did they get it? Like, they had, 
Yeah. They, so far, they, Hydra's had the scepter, what, like twice or three times, and they can't hold on to the goddamn thing? They had the Tesseract. How did they... Oh, well, man, it was the, the Tesseract. Avengers, Thor was making jokes, like, we got to go get that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like, <laughs> what have, the fuck? They, they had the scepter. <laughs> now we have to go get it. Again. again. <laughs> that's right. That was, like, probably the biggest laugh for me in this film. I don't know if the joke really worked. I, I, I don't know. I did like Thor's uh, joke when he was, like, um, talking to Bruce Banner. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, Thor, tell him, you know, what he did. It was so good. He's like, yes. He's like, all the men that you've slain <laughs> are screaming in hell. Like, uh, because of their their aches and their bruises. <laughs> they're, and torn, the, torn, they're torn deltoids. Yeah, they're torn deltoids. Because, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to calm Banner down because he didn't like being, you know, he didn't think he was going to have to be. Because he thought he was killing people, yeah. Yeah, he was, he he was torn up over it. He was like, it, it wasn't that bad. Thor, tell him. Oh, the, the gates of hell littered with the corpse of his enemies yeah, or something like yep, that. Yep. So. <laughs> I... Side note, did anybody else really just not care for this whole, like, romance between Bruce and Natasha? Nope. Thanks for bringing that up. I was just thinking that, too. What? Oh, my God. Right, let's dive into that. I forgot all about that upon rewatching, and I was like, oh, this is why I forgot, because I don't care. Same here. So, at the end of Avengers, when she's like, he's like, you know, sorry, I, you know, I got a little whatever, like, she's like, no, we could use that right now. I just took that as acceptance of him being who he is. And you didn't have to make it into a romance thing. And then they did this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I just, it fucking fell flat for me. And like at yeah. the end when he flies off and she's like, uh, I just stop. But the only, she was all like, uh, but she also like understood. I don't know. I did. Yeah, fuck that romance shit, but him flying off and making that choice was cool because he was so mad <laughs> against himself for killing, well, causing he, that destruction. And, yeah. And, be, uh, he Wanda, said it. Wanda fucked with his brain, right? And he just yeah, went yep. wild. And and he said that. He's mm-hmm. like, well, the world got to see the true Hulk. Yeah. and he, he got to see the true me he, is what I think he said, but he got to see no, the true well, Hulk. No, I said the, he got to see the Hulk for real or yeah, something like that. Tr- well, but I thought what was interesting about that flight off is it shows a cohesion between Bruce and the Hulk themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they They're kind both of agreed. They, they, agree, they yeah. were in agreement. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, because... Got out of control. And before, he needs to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yep, because before, there's just been the separation. And then later on, this is that point. I, I think you're right. This is the point from now on. We see that for yeah. a little bit. They, under, see, they have an understanding we, we of each yeah. other. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm excited to talk about that one. Oh, but, my God, yes. Uh, and that's probably that's, why I like the scene, too. I'm like, yes, go fly yep, <laughs> to the fucking... Yeah. Yep, because now we know what's going to happen, where he's going. <laughs> After seeing what happens, now yeah. we know where he's going. It's like, fuck yeah. Even seeing, uh, speaking of future... Um, uh, Wanda and Vision, mm-hmm. they first make eye contact. Ooh, that's when it all started. Yep. <laughs> love when it he, when first he saves sight. you from love <laughs> at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, th- I think uh, that yeah. was very, very interesting, like... When he flies off, it's the first moment of cohesion between mm-hmm. Bruce and Hulk. I just, but Black Widow was just sort of. Ugh. She, she, yeah. I mean, you were talking about her acting. I was uh, Winter Soldier, like mm. her shit falling flat there. Like she fell flat in this too. So, to bring that up about the Wanda and mm-hmm. Vision's look, mm-hmm. I looked up quite uh, often questions about this movie. What was with that look between Vision and Scarlet Witch? <laughs> so those are people that don't read the comics. <laughs> so like, uh, uh, yeah, it was. It's, but it was, it was definitely, definitely, you know, it, it was, was there. It was a, it was, it was it a was thing. A thing. 
Yeah. And uh, now and they, they, we, we get to dive into it later on. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we get to dive into it in the next couple films or so, but... Yeah, after uh, after the next one, yeah. It's the... Especially in Infinity, the beginning of Infinity Wars. Civil War Two. Well, I'm saying that with the beginning, oh, like, yeah. they're already an item in um, Infinity. Oh, the yeah, yeah. Of, uh, oh, yeah, they're... So, like, they're an they're item. Pretty they're pretty much they're, they're, yeah, Civil War, they're like, Yeah, Civil Mary, War is basically that. that's like when she courting. gets captive, and then he, mm-hmm. like, yeah. So, their pillow talk. Um, mm-hmm. The... <clears throat> The thing about that relationship between Bruce Banner and and Natasha is there. It's extremely out of character. Yeah. Well, because Bruce has always been in love with Betty Ross. Mm-hmm. Like she's always been the love interest in the comics, as far as I remember. He, he even makes a he even makes a uh, makes a comment about that. Uh. I think he says that to, to Captain America or whatever, or something like that. When Captain, they're at the bar and that first oh, yeah. flirting thing goes on, mm-hmm. and then Captain's like, "Oh, he's like, I've seen her flirt firsthand. It's like, trust me, like she, she's into you." He's, he's like, like, "What do you mean, mean firsthand? firsthand? <laughs> That's me, yeah. by the way. Like, what do you mean firsthand?" Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's had a love interest before, but he just they just—it's one of those moments where they just ignored previously set stuff. Well, in fairness, we've already talked about how they just ignored all the other movies. <laughs> But just, I mean, they reference it, but they don't. They don't acknowledge it. Yeah. It's not that they ignore. Yeah, it's like the. It's like the bastard child. Yeah. <laughs> last time I was in Harlem. Last time I was in New York, I kind of broke Harlem. <laughs> um, what else did I want to talk about? Well, one of the things I wanted to talk about was the action. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you, how do you feel about the action compared to the first Avengers? There's a lot of action. There yeah, is. Large first scale, edition. it's big. It's- I feel like it's almost understated, though, because they're not fighting giant creatures mm-hmm. like they were in Avengers, like or in the original Avengers. Like, they're just fighting soldiers and, like, other, like, robots that are, like, human-sized. Like, so it's, there's a lot of action, but it's it, it's understated comparatively. And yet there's still like, a massive amount. Yeah. So I was looking at that because it was one of the first things I realized was, like, there's a this is a nonstop action ride compared yep. to the first one. Yeah. This is like nonstop from the get go to the mm-hmm. end, it's basically just nonstop action. Yeah. But the difference between the first one to this one and all the destruction that you see and stuff is that it's very <laughs> up close comparatively. Well, yeah, like in this one they're like it's right there. But they also fuck like multiple places up. Yeah. Like uh where where are they? Where are they located? Uh Sokovia? Sokovia. Uh, Sokovia it was basically won't exist anymore <laughs> after oh, the, yeah. after this film, and they used that for the other film, mm-hmm. for the yep. future film. So they they for sure there's reasoning for this, and they even made a comment about this. It was like, oh, are they gonna drop another city in the sky or something <laughs> like that out yeah. of the sky? Yeah. So what are they gonna do? Oh, it was in the next. Never mind. Talk about that later. Spoilers. Ah. <laughs> uh, um. Movie's only seven years but old. Yeah, the, Spoilers. The action, <laughs> yeah. the action is large scale. It's epic. But they are, they seem to have the, these conversations throughout every single battle. So maybe that's why it's underplayed for you. Maybe. maybe. I, and it's like, wait, wait, like, what kind of conversations? Like, do you think it's like a lot teamwork? more back and forth between, There's, yeah, between Captain America and all Thor, kinds of... Iron Man and Hawkeye and shit like so, that? Like, There's so, a lot of back and forth. So more teamwork. Yeah. Oh yes, in that regard, yes. They they know how to multitask. Yeah. That 
rip robots' heads off and make jokes and yeah. uh, follow through, talk yeah. about the plans. Yeah. <laughs> and, and out of this one, I feel like this is the one where Captain America gets a sly, quirky, but yet kind of funny, slightly Language. funny one-liners. Mm-hmm. Language. You know? Yeah, like in the Anybody beginning. Know, the very beginning. Like, the fact that he just said language. Yeah, it's like, shit. Hey, language. Watch your language. Shit is the first word in yeah. this movie. <laughs> yep. And like what do we it. hear? It's like, oh, watch your language. <laughs> and then that's a running joke that I think is hilarious throughout the whole thing. Especially, like, yeah, that's not going to go down, go yep. away for years. <laughs> right. Did you guys notice that they used the same Avengers pose as they did in the first one? The when? 360. Oh, yeah. Progression. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't realize I, I it was like the same it, pose. Well, uh, not really the same pose, but it's but the I, same I get what style. You mean. Yeah, of, I mean, I definitely get that Of part. them fighting, and, and it's a 360 rotation where you get each individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. they all come together when they jump the barrier. And... In the beginning, of yeah. the, you get the them coming in all at once doing their pose. Yeah. yeah. But He's at the end, the you get the 360, which is the same as they did. They're, they're prepper, you know, prepper, or preparing themselves yeah. for the battle. In the first Avengers, and this one, they're actually in the midst of fighting when you get the 360. So you get to like mm-hmm. see them do like their special, yeah, stuff. Thought, yeah. Hawkeye pulling his bow. <laughs> Where did you count the arrows in this one? No, <laughs> I couldn't. I, I did at one point though, when he's prepping for it, and he opens the closet, it's just got like rows of arrowheads. I was like, You fucking asshole. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, the chain of ammo and like a machine gun. Like, yeah, you know right? what I mean? That's what I thought. I was the like, artillery oh, gun is everything. But yeah, he's just got like rows and rows of arrowheads. Like, you fucking dick. A Rambo amount of arrows. I want to talk about Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, you get to meet his wife. What about Hawkeye in this? Why was Hawkeye seem so important? He's he's the they, his, made, they make a comment about this too, but yeah, well, it's it's his common the common thing that his wife say, says yeah. she's like she's like, do you think that they're he says like, oh, you think they can't do it without me? He's like, she says, no, I think they need you, and that's the scarier part because these guys are super soldiers, super geniuses, gods, and all this like. And but they an need, and you're just a guy. Yeah, like you've got a assassin. bow and arrow. Like, but they need you to somehow make them the team. So he becomes like the hum- human part of the team. Yeah, I, I agree. Like he's the glue. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he is the glue. You have all these pieces that may be extraordinary together, but once they're you know once you have that glue and. They come yeah. together. It's like a, and, a masterpiece. And and what really does it is learning that he has a family. Yeah, yeah. He's yep. he's got a family and, that he never told. And that's when they like Tony Stark realizes like this guy has a, a lot of this shit figured out more than any yeah. of us probably. Well, I, I, well, yeah. I like when he walks in the door. It's like hmm, hmm. special agents. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> must be an, she must be another agent. Yeah. Those must be smaller special Tiny agents. agents. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. But yeah, I, th- I think that is what does it. Like, what realistically glues them together is they see the humanity as part of the team, mm-hmm. and they're able to like. They're still they still got their issues. Like, obviously, Captain America and Iron Man have their fucking discussion after that. Which they, I, this is the beginning of them butting heads. I mean, they yeah. butted heads before, but like that's the issue. Is there's we had we had a discussion about it's the other Avengers. For, yeah, so two two big heads like. As much as you want to look at it's Captain America, with two different viewpoints. Yeah, yeah, they're they're both trying to take lead. Yeah, yep. You can't have both one of them. does it because he feels like he knows what's best. The other one 
does it because he feels like he should. Yep. You can't have two chefs in the kitchen. Yeah. That's why one's a sous chef. <laughs> yeah. And our, uh, Tony Stark wants to be the leader, but he doesn't want to take responsibility. Exactly. That's He, that's he does issue. what he thinks is best without consulting anyone. Another reason he makes me mad. <laughs> you didn't even want to be in this goddamn team, and now you want to be a leader. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you just no, want, like, what I hear him saying, he, just, he yeah. wants to make all the decisions and say, this is my way, let's do it this way. Yeah. If something fucks up, it's that guy's problem. <laughs> <laughs> something gets fucked up. It's like, you, help me fix it. Yep. And you see that with the whole vision or the well, the, the Ultron. You see yeah. that with the Ultron, with him and Bruce Banner. And even Bruce is like, is like when he's laughing and, and Thor's like, you think this is funny? And he's like, yeah. is it? Isn't it? He's like, yeah. oh, you want to know the truth? And then Bruce is like, I don't know if this is the time to do it. Okay, he's going to do it. And he backs yeah. out. You know, he rolled um, over and showed his belly, like he said, or something yeah. like that. I, I think the the profound point is when Wanda and Pietro switch sides in the in the train. Yeah. And then you have that moment where, like, oh, the the cradle is on the way to, to Tony. He'll take care of it. Like, no, he wants to make things right so badly that he's going to make another mistake. Yeah. And it's not until Thor intervenes that becomes a different thing altogether, <laughs> but, like, that's exactly what Tony does. Uh. Yeah. Like, he doesn't learn from his mistakes. He just goes, oh, I have a better way to do it. I can fix it this way. Yeah, it's not about learning from his mistakes. It's This is... Uh, um, it's about finding the miscalculation and fixing yeah, that problem. Yeah, was, he's uh, a tinker. Yeah, yeah, yep. And he's like, no, I can make this better. Yeah. He's, a me or he's a mechanic. Or he's a, me a tinker he's an and a mechanic. And a mechanic. Well, yeah. yeah, the point is, is he doesn't learn from his mistakes. Looking at them as mistakes, he looks at them as, you know... Uh, trials he's got the thomas edison thing like i didn't you know i made the light bulb a hundred times before it worked so i didn't fail you know 99 times i just found 99 ways to not make a light bulb there you go yeah yeah mm. which is it, it's perfect for that kind of business yeah. for being an engineer for being a whatever right but as a as somebody who's trying to uh trying to save the a, world yeah, yeah it doesn't team work. and <laughs> and you need more 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 gumption yeah. more yeah Guts and glory, than, you know, or more guts. He's proven than glory. that he's brave and can make those calls. Like he does that in the Avengers, but like he's still very much. But he like, doesn't want to take the responsibility. He's exactly. Not a leader, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, he's not a leader. Nobody's following him. They're all following Captain America. Well, he even makes that joke. Like he's like, oh, you know, he's a leader. I just pay for everything. Yep. Make everything and design everything. <laughs> yeah. Make everything work. He's still very much that like look at me sort of personality. Like, and that's why like. I think part of that is why his fear is so profound is because every, he, he wants everyone to look at him, but he doesn't want to seem weak. So he does all these things to fix everything. Yeah, but it's fear, yep. Yeah. Um, we got... This was a very heavy, almost existential kind of concept of a, of a film. And it, it, dealt, oh, yeah. it dealt a little less with like the existentialism of, of humans, and it's more about something else. And that we get that sense with Ultron, because mm -hmm. that's his whole point, is humans are wasting their life. What's yeah, the Ultron point? is one large existential crisis. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I need to save everybody from themselves by eradicating them, and then they don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Or even better yet, he makes that comment, he's like, oh, I'll do this, I'll blow up the world, and whoever survives, good for you. Yeah, yeah. humanity will have <laughs> multiple chances to evolve. Yep. And, and you go, oh, what if no one does? Like, well, 
He just kind of like leaves it hanging. Yeah, you should have been better. Yeah. Well, what about Vision? First of all, how does Vision come to play? How does he even... How was his introduction? How does he get introduced? What's the importance behind him? What was the reason why he was being built? He's the solution, right? He he was supposed to be Ultron's final body. Like, he's, yeah. he's made out of vibranium and a com- couple of things. He has the, the, the mind stone, we find out, which is inside the scepter, which is why it's able to control people. Yep. Which is what? This An is, infinity stone. Yep. And this is which one? The we mind, were already introduced. We've already had the Tesseract, the Ether. Yep. The, that yep. was called? Yeah, the yeah. Ether. Yep, the ether, red one. The Power Stone. So it's the, I don't remember what the Tesseract and the Ether are, but they're infinity stones and the Power Stone from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. This is the fourth... Infinity Stone that's introduced as so we, six. Yep. So we mm-hmm. only have time and yeah. Time is the Doctor Strange. What was the next one? What the fuck? I just what's the last one? That's what I couldn't remember. Because the Tesseract is the the is uh, it the one with the where Black Widow dies? That place. <gasps> yes, that's a soul. No, Soul this stone, probably, Soulstone. yeah. Because, yeah, yeah you right. have to sacrifice. That's right. That's right. Yep. I can't yeah, remember right. the first that two. That one's the toughest nice. one to get. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yep, yep. I can't <laughs> remember the fucking yeah, yeah, first dude. two Infinity Stones. Because there's the, the Power Stone, the Mind Stone, the Time Stone, <coughs> the Soul Stone, the... I don't know. I don't know what the... I don't know what it is. I'd have to look, I'd have to look them up. Um, so, but, but, yeah. So, so... The Mind Stone was in the Scepter, which we knew all along. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> we just didn't know. <laughs> right. Uh, it, it's, like, hinted at, but it's never really confirmed. Yeah. But it The makes, whole movie is hinting at the fact that it's a fucking Infinity yeah. Stone. But it makes out. sense. After As soon as you learned that this was an Infinity Stone, everything that happened... And then it's the called original, the Mind Stone. Mind you're like, stone. oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mind control. What was Loki <laughs> yeah. doing the entire well, fucking time? They even fucking do it to that doctor to get her yeah, to start did. working Helen, on it. Dr. Helen, who Helen created... Show. Helen Show, who created the, uh, who created the, ca- the, cradle. the cocoon, the, the cradle. cradle yep. Yeah. Um, I think to reference the cradle of life. Oh, it totally makes sense. Um, and it's just to help regenerate. Reg- it builds tissue. Generate tissue. Yep. Because yeah. she made a joke about Hawkeye getting like laser beamed on his uh, yeah. love handles that he wasn't using anyway. <laughs> and she tells just- Tony that your your stuff is outdated. This is the future because she can rebuild flesh. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I would have been done in 20 minutes if yeah, we were if back gone in back Seoul. to my place. Yeah. <laughs> in Seoul, um, Korea. Why would you want to go there? But uh they probably had nothing better to do. Um, <laughs> it'd only take like 10 rotten minutes. Cabbage. Hmm? Rotten cabbage. Rotten <laughs> <laughs> cabbage. Make, making kimchi, kimchi underneath the cradle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just that's, that might have been a bit racist. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> my bad. Um, yeah. um Hey, let's move uh, on. The cradle, yeah, don't take that out of context. Yeah, the cradle was was what was building the body for Ultron. <laughs> so what happened at that point? Why why didn't Ultron take over? So what happens is as it's so they're they're already building the body and it's you know a couple hours out and she says, "Well, we can start uploading your consciousness into the the body." So she hooks it up. And Wanda, I wasn't looking at the TV at the point, but like she somehow reads the the mind of the the new body because it's part part flesh, part vibranium. It's like a combination of the two, mm-hmm. and she's able to see. Well, it's also both. it's a living. It's like a living thing. Yeah. It's like so it's, the, the it's vibranium is, yeah. and flesh well, is like bonded stone, together. But yeah. the stone was already in there. Yeah, as the, soon the as the stone, stone was in there, in there so, it became this 
like entity, living thing. So or, yeah, it's this entity. So she was able to read. She couldn't read off of Ultron because he's not real. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, so there was no mind. Yeah. 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 And and Ultron essentially like his whole scum, like thing has been built off of the Mind Stone um, from the Scepter. But the, so she's able to read what his thoughts really are and what his plans really are mm-hmm. and. You and know, it was only because he was hooked up to it. Exactly. Right. Like so she's, the consciousness, the consciousness started flowing. to flow in, and then she was able to read it, and so she's able to see that he means to destroy everybody, and that wasn't what they signed up. They they wanted to kill Tony. Yep. Because of their fucking backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, and they at that point decide that they can't be part to that. Like, you know, you get that whole thing about like, oh, you know, humanity will have plenty of chances to evolve, and you know, whatever, and like, well, what if they don't? Um, and that's where you get the, eh, well, you, you know, that's what happens. Yep. Um, yep. So they, they leave, and at that's when the Avengers show up, I think, at that point to, like, try and save Dr. Cho. But at, in the midst of that, Wanda actually breaks the Mind Stone's control over Dr. Cho. Yeah. And she basically oh, causes yeah. the upload, and that's when Ultron shoots her. Yep. And she, yeah. So... She lives. I thought she died, but you see her at the end. Yeah. yeah. So this is the point where we understand now that Wanda and like they they just switch gears. They understand what the bigger picture, basically mm-hmm. what what they're on the wrong side. This yeah. is what they signed up for, basically. Yeah. And we find out that they volunteered. That's for a the really interesting conversation between uh, Cap and was it Maria or Natasha? It's one of those two. I don't remember. But he's like, oh, yeah, like they talk about. Oh, oh it, was they, Maria, they, it was Maria Hill. Yep. They're like, oh, they volunteer. He's like, oh, yeah, why would someone volunteer to, you know, to let a German scientist experiment on them? And he's like he's making a joke about it. So he's like, but we're not at war. He's like, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Big, I want to say slap in the face, but it was a big period. Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> a, conversation, that was a quote unquote mic drop. Yep. Mic drop. In the conversation. Because, yeah, that's what happened to him. He was, they were at war. So he yeah. did the same thing. And, yeah. I, I, but the whole point about the Wanda and um, Pedro, Quicksilver, what, what changed? Like, not, that was the reasoning for it, but how did they integrate themselves into becoming this, this team or joining this team? Uh, it's when, uh, they're trying to steal the cradle. Um, and then Captain America is fighting Ultron on a train. I bus. believe. I think it's a bus. A, I think it was no. I think it's a. I think I, it's a, a oh, rail. Was it? I was it was a rail train. What? Uh, or yeah, like a, a train uh, or, or yeah. rail or what train? Yeah. But uh, at one point, Ultron gets the upper hand, and that's when uh, Wanda and Pietro both intervene. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the train goes off the rails, and that's when like he looks at Pietro. He's like, "There's there's like civilians in the way," and you see Pietro just fucking running ahead of the yep. train, pulling people out of the way while Wanda tries to stop the train. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that was it, hmm? and that's all it really took. You know it what I mean? was a very okay. We're doing this now. Yeah, type but, of switch, a transaction. There's, there's or, the adage: the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. So I mean, and he even says he's like, I'm. When he's like, I just Pietro is like winded. He's like, I just need a minute. He's like, I'm tempted not to give you one. Yeah, yeah, and like, that's where I was gonna say they do this. This is what I mean by it's really well written. Not just the story, the dialogue on this. Mm-hmm. Hit the marks where it needed to hit, and this is one of those conversations. They have these little micro conversations throughout the film, yeah. And all of those little micro conversations fill in everything that you need to do mm-hmm. as it goes on. Yeah. So it helps complete the story. This is one of the few times I think that the lack of conversation and the right amount of conversation. Right. 
coexist and, so seamlessly. And that whole spot is that whole bit where Wanda says, when he, they're like, what about the cradle? He's like, it's on the way to Tony. Like, no, he wants to make things right so badly. He's going to, he's going to do something stupid. Yeah. And that's when you get to the point where they're starting to create vision and the, the whole, there's a fight scene that begins. Now, um, vision being born. Jason, do you remember? Oh, yeah. That shit was smooth as fuck. Well, Him popping out of the, uh, yeah, Thor, the lightning popping out of the. Why did Thor even intervene? Because he disappeared. He disappeared. He, he says, to get I, some, he uh, some self answers, reflections right? going on after Wanda fucked he, with his brain. He goes yep. to see Stellar Skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yep. Learned some new tricks, came back, and uh, <laughs> just made a decision, executive decision. Yeah. I, yeah. I wasn't completely sure what the lightning was for when he hits the cradle. Like Somehow I think it, I, I believe it was to, to was it to jumpstart the yeah, creation it, jump started. it didn't have enough power. It was so a little well because Pietro so basically fast. well he runs through and pulls all the plugs. Yeah, like yeah. while they're talking, he's like, "I'm sorry, what were you saying?" Yeah, yeah. Um, also, by the way, just a quick little note: I love that you can't hear him coming. Right. Oh yeah. There's quick no silver, there's no sound. He has no sound. I I don't know why. It's just like a smoke. Like it's just a it's a blur. It's just mm-hmm. it's just this little. I, I just, I don't know why, but I loved it. Because it's so Probably, eerie. Yeah. I think it's that's so super cool, but there should be a boom. If he's breaking the sound barrier, shouldn't there be a boom? Part of his mutation, I guess? I don't know. I mean, why doesn't the Flash do it? He can. That's he true. can. I guess, yeah. You, you would you, think. You know, you're right. He would have I to, guess. Like, he has to force himself to make the boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, push. Superman, too. Same thing with Superman. He can break the sound barrier when he s- does it, but it's like he has to do it. In such a way that, like, he gets the sound barrier, the first. sound barrier. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's fair. I'll that's, give you that. That's science that I have known nothing that about. That was just a random question when you brought that up. It's like, but you yeah. shouldn't you hear a boom? He's also <laughs> going really quickly in small little sections. So, mm-hmm. he's never going really long distance. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, My point know, is, is I just love that it's a blur, which is great, but it's just, there's no sound. Yeah. I thought for that sure. was such a subtle touch that I'm like, I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, that's that's cool. And I'm just excited that you have a sound bar now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I have a sound bar. And now I can listen to things really, <laughs> you really can, you well. Can, you can enjoy the quiet even. Except for people who can't talk. Right? Fucking. Buck whispers because as soon as there's a fucking someone dropping a pen, it's it like, blows <laughs> out my fucking eardrums. What are we referencing? Uh, just anything, really. Oh, okay. Movies where you got to change the volume. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate like that. Like the like Batman. For the Batman. Whisper I, dialogue I, and then First music movie I watched action. when I got the soundbar. My mom gave me the soundbar over the weekend, two weekends ago, whatever. Hooked it up, but I watched the Batman. I was like, oh, I'm excited. I'm going to watch the Batman. It's like a perfect movie to break in the soundbar for. And then I couldn't hear anything that they were fucking saying <laughs> were in the movie, so I had to turn the rain that was shit too fucking up. heavy. <laughs> but as soon as they started talking, someone would fucking open a door, <laughs> and I had to turn that shit down. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but yeah, Vision's uh, appearance. I thought it was like when he pops out of the thing, and they get into this like, "Are we gonna fight?" type of moment, and Captain America or some shit like, yep. or. Somebody's Thor like, says, "Wait." Yeah, there it is. Because he's Something. staring out the window. Yeah. Well, Vision he comes after himself. Naked. He yeah. sees himself, right? Yeah. The reflection. Well, he comes after Thor, and Thor like yeah. Judo yeah. flips him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do the all window. that shit. Yep. It gets hot and heavy for a second, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, then you just watch Vision well, kind of just think cool. everything through real quick. 
And it was just really a beautiful yeah. scene. Even, even yeah. apologizes. Yeah, when he, he goes, says, like, "I'm sorry for that." I, he uh, says, wasn't "Thank my, you to Thor." I think too. That was that was that was uh, like, it's like he said something like that was unnerving or like that was confusing. Yeah, like I'm sorry. He's like, and then he says, "Thank you to Thor." Yeah, yeah for, for like whatever. Giving him time to for, reflect. Thank you for judo flipping me. <laughs> Basically, but what? Why is he saying thank you to Thor? Like, what is it because about Thor? Thor stopped everything and gave him time to reflect and stare at his reflection. He also jump-started the whole process. Yeah, maybe like, that's well, why he, he jump-started. Because of the Mind Stone. Like, he, I think it was, like, I think he was trying to save the Mind Stone and getting, he talks about getting it on their side he, versus having it just free-floating wherever. He yeah. does talk about the He talks the about stones. the reasoning why. He does go on a, the, he, uh, a stone lesson. Yeah, he pa pa uh, pats uh, Robert Downey Jr. or uh, Iron Man. Tony Stark. Oh, I can't fucking I think. Whatever his name is. RDJ. Yeah. We're going with the. He just you know, says Tony Stark. He's like, maker. oh, it's a good job. Pass him on the back. Um, but that's after he hands him the the, the hammer. But the <laughs> the whole reasoning for this was, you you mentioned it earlier. You started saying something, and then we I think we interrupted. Yeah, that's what we do here. <laughs> is it's, uh, it's, it's called banter bros. Yep. Is the dream. He had a dream sequence, yes. sort of. It was in his head, but he saw it as a dream. Now, any anybody who knows anything about the Norse mythology is that the Northmen would take mushrooms and go on uh, vision quests. They were highly into hallucinogens and stuff like that because they believed that those are the gods and the spirits and the things talking to Epiphanies. them. Epiphanies. That's how they figured their shit out. Yep. yep. That's what he was having. Yeah. So this was his, his like it was like a forced hallucin, hallucination. Yeah. So he uh, he he analyzed it. Mm -hmm. He was analyzing the shit out of it. So as soon as he got out of that dream, where he's like, I gotta go find answers. What does he do? He finds skeleton skateboard <laughs> and goes into a Stellan Skarsgård for whoever doesn't understand <laughs> that joke. And and finds a pool of water, and then what? He has his re-enters the dream. Doesn't yes. He? A mystery because we don't know how he's doing it, mm -hmm. other than it's fucking well. The, the Stella, magic and Stella science. Skarsgård talks about the fact that that like it in there's like lore to that pool. Yeah, it's it's a uh, uh, supposed to be like a vision pool or whatever. well, well, what? It, yeah. So Thor also says it's like the gateways of yeah. like the worlds. So it's like reflections of the worlds that kind of coexist in pockets. We kind of saw that in the Thor Dark World. Yeah, it's kind of a similar concept. So Whatever, they couldn't have him magic. eating mushrooms, so they just put him in a pool <laughs> right. instead. But uh, essentially, the same I mean, shit. well, because he, he mentioned owned water. by Disney at that point, but <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the talks were in the works at yeah, that he, point. He enough. mentioned like the water, water spirits. Yeah. So I have to accept him. So anyway, that was the whole point I'm getting at, because he sees what in that vision? <gasps> Ragnarok. No. no. I don't know. The he destruction sees, of that was bugging me. He sees all the affinity stones. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, that was, that's the pinnacle point that all of that shit happens mm -hmm. is because of Thor. Thor's the cause. He's the cause of why we get vision, why he's on our side, why all of this shit happened was because he saw that, uh, <laughs> he saw that, uh, in his in his dream, he saw that the infinity stones are uh, infinity stones. There's something happened. There's something more to it. Yeah. And so we needed to. Uh, he needed to. Uh, <laughs> he needed to say, I don't know. That's the best option. Have him on our side instead yeah. of the bad side. So. 
But yeah, there's, there's yeah, the the lesser of two evils, I guess, is the right way to look at it. I, I yeah, I think essentially. But when we meet Vision, who is it? Jarvis. And who's the actor? Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany, who was Jar- the voice of Jarvis from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Which I guess Jarvis was the resurrection of his career. He'd kind of his yeah. career started to flag until he got yep. cast as Jarvis. Which I didn't know because I've been a huge fan of Paul Bettany since I first saw a nice tale. So yeah. like I've been I remember <laughs> reading somewhere that that was like he talked about the fact yeah. that Jarvis basically saved his yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. No, During WandaVision as, podcast interviews and shit like that. Yeah. that no, as soon as it he was got a big the call. part of his yep. uh, story. Uh, it wasn't even uh, Jarvis, it was the the fact that it was Vision. Yeah. He was just a voice of Jarvis, which, yeah, I, I know helped, but he was still a nobody. You know what right. I mean? Like, nobody knew that it was Paul Bettany unless you know Paul Bettany or you saw the credits. Right. But it wasn't until he was able to play Vision. So this was the movie that yeah. truly resurrected his career. Resurrected his and career. As it should be. He fucking, I don't know, his performance is so fucking good. Yeah. There's some, and his, his figuring and everything out, you just it's so believable. <laughs> There's something about Paul Bettany, yeah. perfect character for it, but yeah. just like James Spader as the voice of Ultron, yep. the way he says things, his his cadence. It's yeah, mm-hmm. we use that word a lot. Well, it matters, but like when you're is, acting, that's sort of, like your cadence can matter. And and this is the one thing I will say about Marvel. I just stopped questioning who's gonna play who, yeah, because yeah. they fucking nail it for sure. I won't ever question. Who they're gonna have play who? <laughs> Ever Most again? I mean, I stopped. It took me a while. I wanted to resist it. Yeah. <laughs> but after Thor, I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> he beefed up and he's perfect. <laughs> he's right. Thor now. Mm. Now, oh, yeah. Go. I mean, definitely between Vision and Ultron in this one, I think he definitely can go. Okay, they figured it out. Yeah. The conclusion of this whole entire movie is about what? Well, <laughs> yeah. Ultron basically, he gets mad, essentially, because especially when he sees Vision, he's like, oh, you were supposed to be the the last of me. Like, they really have taken everything from me. Like, this is him going for revenge as opposed to enacting his his final plan, like his plan or whatever. Like, this is him just having revenge. Yeah, this is the villain's temper tantrum. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I said that. I was like, oh, here we go. This yep. is <laughs> temper tantrum. This is why he's, you're going to lose. And, and you can see that, especially when, the, you know, Natasha's been taken prisoner and that Ultron is talking about, like, you you know, you wounded me, like, blah, blah, blah. It's talking, like, but you know what they say, what doesn't kill me. That part and is the really hand, cool. Yeah, the hand goes through the head and, like, yeah, it's a bigger just, version of Ultron. He's like, only makes me stronger. Yeah. And it's him basically going, I'm not done yet. Yep. That's pretty. That's kind of my favorite scene in the. It was his way of saying he's upgraded. That shit looked really cool, and the point was it yep. matched the point. Did anybody else like Andy Circus? As Ulysses Claw? Yeah, I thought he was great. Which is funny because he's not. He later gets a claw kind of yeah. kind of thing. This um, is the, this is the point where he becomes. Yeah, this is where literal. he loses his arm so he can get the claw. <laughs> I thought his whole interaction with Wanda and Pietro was. Actually, rather entertaining. When he's talking, he's like, "You're you're not here to do business because you don't. You're not. You're trying to intimidate me." Yeah. Like, and I yeah. don't do people do business with people that aren't the head of the table. Oh. Right? Cuttlefish. Yeah, cuttlefish. What? That's what I'm really afraid yeah. of. Cuttlefish. Yeah, that was a great conversation. I thought that whole thing was dope. Like, it's it's a character that gets reintroduced later on. Yeah. That's more entertaining at that point. But like his interaction with them was very entertaining. And what was this setup for? The vibranium. 
Oh, well, uh, which Black is Panther. Panther. Wakanda, yeah. Yep. Because they even said it. Even Bruce Banner's like, uh, where can we get more vibranium? Wakanda? Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, like, this was the introduction of Black Panther. Yeah. This is where our next step goes into the yeah. Black Panther. So, yeah, Black Panther shows up after this one. Yeah. Uh, this next one. No, uh, next phase. But he shows up in Civil War. Next phase. Yeah. So he's, so. he's, at, he's after Ant Man. Like, he's in, isn't Civil War the next one after Ant Man? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, oh, so he actually, shows up. I don't know. I don't remember. It is. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So he shows up in, yeah. in Civil, Civil War. War. So he's got like one movie. And then he gets his own Black movie. Panther. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah. But, yeah, it's in but this was the introduction. This is the first time that we actually hear anything. Nope. We heard Vibranium before, mm-hmm. but this is the first time we hear anything about where it comes from, mm-hmm. what's going on. So this was them leading How rare into. It is? Well, I guess you're in. Well, yeah. they talk about like they say. I thought your dad got all the like all that out of there beforehand, like because I talked to talking to Tony about like because that's who designed the shield. Yep. Yeah. That's the other thing, too, is that we also get this understanding that Captain America still resents the shadiness that Robert or that uh, Tony Stark was, his his past. Yeah. That, for that whatever, of, yeah. yeah, for Why whatever he knows reason, him. Tony Stark is not trying to be who he used to be. He's trying to move on, but he keeps, once again, we keep making the same mistakes, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't look at them as he looks at them as errors, right. mistakes. <laughs> And yet, Captain America keeps basically like he, looking at him as he's he his sees, old you're self. You're a Stark, he, he just like your yeah, dad or yeah. some shit. You make he terrible sees, decisions. Yeah, but he sees everything that Tony, like that he finds out about Tony, like knowing Ulysses Claw or any of these other things. Like he sees in this new sins that Robert uh, Tony Stark has to atone for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like damn. he's yeah. He, yeah he's already he's already judging him before he's done anything. He's just got he's just adding more blood to Tony's hands, like without really, like. Thinking it all the way through, and even Tony says like, like we have like you know conventions like because you know this is supposed to be like a art like black market arms. Yeah, he's, like, black art, he's yeah. like we have you know conventions. I may have met him, but I didn't yeah. sell him anything. That's what he says. He's like, oh, there's conventions. We meet people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like Tony or Captain America has always been that one that he doesn't see the gray shades no. as well as anybody else. He sees black and white much it's more right or profoundly. Wrong. Yeah. Good or, yeah. yeah. If you've chosen this, then you would have, you know, you must have known that this would have been bad. So you chose yeah. to do it anyway, which makes you bad. And that's very true. And that's why they butt heads. Tony Stark lives in nothing but gray. Yeah. A very, very dark shade very, of gray. Very much so. But and Captain America only as sees a black inventor, and white. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's art versus, you know It's science versus it's science versus um it's a science versus morality sort of situation. Like science is always like in that gray area because like you have to be able to willing, you have to be willing to like do certain things that aren't necessarily everyone's cup of tea mm-hmm. to really understand certain things or like to get that to that point. And that's where Tony lives versus Captain America lives in that gray shade or that black and white stage where it's like right or wrong. Yep. You don't get an in between. And we we got a sense of that. When uh, in the last Avengers, when Captain tried to come up and comfort him and say, "Oh, is this your first time losing a soldier?" Soldier, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I'm not a soldier. Yeah. So you get that same kind of understanding. Like these two are not on the same page, and they haven't been on the same page. I know that it bothers it, it, me a little bit because it's kind of a stupid fucking conflict because they can't sit down and talk about their shit. But it has to happen, I yeah. guess. But, but if you, but yeah, what was the <coughs> what was the whole freaking like mantra that Captain was trying to say? 
we're a team. Like we're oh, this is yeah. we do this oh, together. We'll like, fail together. Yeah, yeah. What if we fail? Then we do that together. Yep. Like we. It, it's now. It's stupid, but, but it's it's a noble. He is. It's yeah. a noble now, sort of concept at the same time. That's his mantra. He was saying how many times in this fucking film that we're a team. <clears> we do it together. We'll fail together. Whatever. What was the end credit scene? Oh, it's when uh, he he and Black Widow go to train the new wait in credits. No, that's uh, Thanos picking up the. Oh yeah, I'll... fuck. Okay, I've watched both movies today, so I'm getting them confused. What? It is Thanos, isn't it? No, Fine, that's I'll do it myself. I'm... Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, that is that is. <clears throat> God damn it! <laughs> now I'm blending them together. <laughs> <laughs> well, you tell me what you were thinking, because I'm not with you. We'll wait. Okay. <laughs> we'll move well, on. it can't be the end credit to Ant Man because I know that one too. What was that Fuck. one? That's when he gives Jan, Janet the fucking wasp suit. Oh nope, then it is this one. It is this it's one. Literally, so, it's, when, it's when Falcon. It's when Falcon and Captain America find uh, Barnes. They find uh, um, the end credit to Age of Ultron is Thanos walking in and getting the gauntlet saying, fine, I'll do it myself. This is like the very end of the movie. This has to be this one where they, it's uh, the Winter Soldier basically is, Bucky is trapped in this like vice grip thing, this giant massive vice grip. And Falcon and calls, or Captain have like pinned him there and basically says, <laughs> oh, you know, it'd be better if we had somebody. It's like, nope, we got to do this on our own. And that's the beginning of the, that's where the Civil War starts. Like that's oh. the whole conflict of Civil War. So that's that's why I was bringing it up is he kept saying we got to do this together, but then at the end of this one, he goes against what he's saying. Mm-hmm. So how I missed that entirely. Yeah, must have. I remember it, but I, I don't remember. I don't it. remember it at all. I don't remember seeing it because of the end of because I remember at the end of the movie of uh, of this one, Sam and Captain America walking. He's like, you know, I. So I would have called you if, like, if I had known we were going to get into, like, a firefight. He's like, I'm perfectly okay running down cold leads on our missing friend, like, our missing person or whatever. And that was what I, the last I remember them mentioning, the Winter Soldier. And then, like, the, the mid-credit scene is, like, Thanos taking the gauntlet. Yeah, saying, that, that is where so I missed yeah. that there was one at, at the very end. Or they got somewhere in that point. The point is, is that, that is, that's, that was the whole point. It was that clip is mm. Captain contradicting himself yeah basically yeah. saying oh we're gonna do this as a team but then when sam they have you know they have bucky there and they're keeping secrets from the they're team keeping secrets from the team and yet the, what the fuck was captain america saying through the god the entire goddamn film <laughs> the only keeping thing secrets from us you're doing things on your own <laughs> the you only thing be doing I would, we're a team the only thing i would say helped. in the in the interest of playing devil's advocate <laughs> Not Tony's about that movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. Uh, Tony's, wow. Tony's uh, disinformation or um, I thought he was going to break the bottle. <laughs> Tony's lack of you know talking to the team or disinformation like affected the world at large versus Caps affects one person, quote unquote, one person yeah. at this point. But we'll learn later that down the reasons why and justify it for sure. But still, I no, and I'm just saying that was in the interest <laughs> of playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I I I agree with you. That's not, yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not wrong by any means. It's one is more personal. The other one is a larger deal. 
Tony yeah. Stark. You're not wrong on the fact that he's contradicting yeah. himself. Tony but. Stark will fuck up the world. Captain yeah. America is only fucking up his relationship. Yeah. That's really all it is. Yeah. But he's it trying blows to fix up his... into the world because of fucking Tony Stark. Right. So <laughs> trying to do what's is, best for everybody without realize, fucking talking to anybody. Yeah, I'm starting to realize we're, we're going on more of an Iron Man hate. Uh, not even Iron Man. We're going on a Tony Stark hate spree in the Avengers. Well, yeah, the more and more and more and more shit that we go down the line, the more prominent he becomes, but yet the more fucking shit that he it's because he, of him he's more yeah. prominent yeah because it's all because he, shit he starts god i can't wait to talk about the infinity wars <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> to tony stark's mantra should be i know better than everyone else yep and in his on his tomb show tombstone it should be i fucked up <laughs> yeah <laughs> save me should just be my bad my bad <laughs> so. whoops did you guys uh happen to like the introduction of scarlet witch vision and and uh, uh, Pedro Quicksilver for well, what happened to Quicksilver quickly? Oh yeah, he has sacrificial death. Yeah, yeah, that was actually a really yeah. I didn't. I forgot scene. how powerful it was. Well, and because there, there's that little banter between him yeah. and Hawkeye because he's constantly knocking Hawkeye over or doing shit, yep. calling Hawkeye old, <laughs> and like Hawkeye. Oh, you didn't shit. see that coming. Oh, you didn't see that coming. Yeah, that that's you the didn't running see that joke. Coming. And but Hawkeye, that shit, Hawkeye, when then they, he was like, I could, nobody would nobody see, would nobody, know. <laughs> nobody would know. <laughs> no. He just kind of talks to himself. I was laughing out loud at and, that part. And there's that part where Hawkeye talks about, like, oh, you know, I, Ultron just fell on him. Like, I'll miss him. Like, and he's talking shit <laughs> yeah. about him. And then, like, he dies. Like, basically, Hawkeye's trying to save a child. And, like, this one of the Ultron bots, which, the, by the way, the Ultron the bots looked more like Ultron from the comics than Ultron did. That's what I thought. Um, too. Like it basically opens fire and Quicksilver sees it and pushes Hawkeye out of the way, but takes the bullets himself. Yeah, by a they're puffer. like fifty cal bullets. Yeah, they're yeah. a puffer, from, puffer from a, hel a helicopter yeah. or yeah, a jet they, or whatever. He it's really a, should have been torn to shreds as opposed to just having random bullet holes in him. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he would no, literally, his yeah. arm would have been. Yeah. There wouldn't have been much been left of them. Large holes where yep. they were. Where uh, they, instead this of like, why my memory was like, I think this guy just gets like shot with a gun. <laughs> But no, I he got shot like, multiple oh, times. Oh, never mind. I, he got gunned down. I, <laughs> I thought the same thing until I saw this. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, wrong. He looked like he got shot with a nine millimeter versus yeah. a fifty caliber. He looked like he got shot like fifty cent in the face. Yeah, with all his old body. But then he makes that come. He's like, bet you didn't see that coming. And then he falls over. Hey, he would not be talking <laughs> see, yeah. because he wouldn't have a fucking anything. Yeah, because <laughs> they didn't see that coming. The running joke kind of was like, all right, shut up. At this point, it kept going on, and then that happened. And I was like, oh, my bad. I was wrong. <laughs> that 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 it was a powerful moment. And yeah, and hmm. well, and it, it leads up to the and fact it was that nice. He's always following his sister's lead. Like he's not like. They can't do anything. Well, he's always protective of his sister. Yeah, so there's that, but he doesn't, like, make the decisions, it seems. He no, just... he always acts based on, like, instinct or, like, emotion. Like, and he, at that point, he saw yeah, he... a child in danger and, like, yeah, like took the took the hit. Yeah. Um, and then it... you see that really, I think, cliche moment where, like, there's no sound, but Wanda is screaming. Yep. Um, I, I, it, it, I like that, though, because I would rather have... To watch them scream than hear them scream. Yeah, yeah. it definitely it looks when they do the powerful cry scream, it never fucking works most well, of the time. Well, not to mention this is it's her, annoying. It, it works because you see it's All a the, visual thing, anyways. Her, you see her yeah. her expressing her power out because yeah, she's for sure. upset, yeah. and she destroys like ten of because those. Because she's still like figuring out, figuring, learning her strength. Yeah, yeah. 
She hasn't completely so, mastered so her So when she, yet. like, fucking freaks out and then the whole fucking radio room just fucking yep. gets destroyed. I, all the enemies. I liked it a lot, but I completely forgot about that, too. Yeah. Um, I hadn't forgotten that he died. I no. just forgot, you, like, yeah. about how, how he died. How, it is. Yeah, yep. I forgot how powerful it was. Yep. And then, like, the twin connection is probably why she screamed. Yep. Yeah. And I, I must say, I really liked Hawkeye the most in this. Yeah. He, he definitely really plays did. a much more prominent part. He, he does. He convinced Wanda... To become an Avenger, like, hey, if you go outside and you start fighting, you're fucking that conversation. You made your choice. That was a really good conversation. Wasn't it was it? the yeah. most realistic. It was just yeah. the most you, in your face, like direct. There was no BS. There was mm -hmm. no He's fluffing like, it. There if you was, gotta stay in this here, is it. stay in here. But if you go out there, you're an Avenger. Yep. Let's do this. Yep. He's like, you know what? I gotta go out there because that's my job. <laughs> he does it. And like, mm -hmm. I think if he, if he didn't do that, mm -hmm. he didn't take that big breath and just kick the door and go out there and fuck shit up. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't have gone. Oh, because no, it just sure. shows he, and, he's leading by example. Yeah, yeah, and he's like fucking stakes or, or everything's stacked against him. Like he's on a flying city, he's yeah. fighting robots. He has arrows. <laughs> he's yeah. just, he's Even Natasha jokes. makes a joke about he's, that. It's like, yeah. oh, are you on your way? He's like, not all of us can fly. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Natasha makes that to Iron Man. Well, yeah, but my or, point, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, she makes the joke about yeah. not all of us can fly. <laughs> There's only way? two of them that can't do anything. Right. They can't go very fast. And that is Natasha, Natasha and, 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 and Hawkeye. And Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. I like that we call Natasha just Natasha instead of Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. Um, for whatever reason, they she's the only one that they do not reference in any way her actual like um, As Black code Widow. name. Yeah. Yeah. She's always just Natasha or Romanov. And maybe that's why we're calling her it might Natasha. Be. But like everyone else, like at least in certain points, refer to him as Hawkeye or mm -hmm. Iron Man or Thor or Captain America or Hulk. Like, everyone else is referred to by their code names at least a few times in the movie. Ro Natasha is almost never refer referenced as the Black Widow. No. Mm -hmm. That's true. I don't think I remember her being called Black Widow. I don't think. Well, because because she's not, it's not her code name anymore. She's not a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. because she's yeah, no longer a thing. True. So. And she's trying to escape her her her, her past, past, which is what the black it's the Black Widow. That's what I was gonna say. It's not really her. Well, it is her name, but it's, it's the like, assassin name. It's, it's, how, the, it's uh, the Red how House. She grew up. Yeah, the Red Room. Red Room. That's her, it. Red, like her room. Sister, Red House is the like, local radio station. <laughs> all those ladies are Black Widow, right? Yeah. Yep. They're all those. Oh it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. it's like a title. It's so, kind of like like Vikings. Vikings is a title, though. It's it's uh, it's their surname. The, yeah. Well, it's a Scandinavian. <laughs> no, that would make Natasha Black Widow. So like yeah, it's like being called a Viking. It means you're a warrior. You're a you, you yeah. have a it's like a, a job or a title. Yeah. Yeah. In this case, Black Widow, it's their True assassin enough. duties. So that makes sense. I'm glad we figured this out because I never thought of that. So <laughs> I never thought. I about just happened to like just reference like in my mind. I was like, we never call her Black Widow. How did you like the biggest, biggest kind of? Uh, I guess joke, running joke uh, that they use, but like shocker at the party, the party uh, the trick, hammer. the hammer, the party trick. That uh, I mean, obviously that comes back to play later on, but yep. that's it's a super that I've seen like theories about why that happens that way. Like when you know, obviously they're all taking turns trying to move the hammer, mm. and Cap makes it budge just a little bit, and yeah. Thor's like, whoa. Just look, yeah, just a bit. I love that because he's like he gets a little worried. Oh shit! Like wait a minute. It's just it's just straight. Like he's smiling. <laughs> oh, you get a little concerned. And then he couldn't do his. <laughs> I only I only liked the scene. It was a little it was a little fun. It was a little stupid. 
And then, but it it meant more when Vision grabbed the hammer and just carried it like a paperweight. But why do you think he can carry it? Oh, without, without he's obviously any... he's the ultimate. He's powerful. He's got. He's a good person or Who, a good. Whosoever machine. possesses the power of Thor, be he worthy, will wield this hammer. Like so, it shows that he what? has. Say that. <laughs> but it shows that he as, and I think this he's is part worthy. of it. He's worthy because he hasn't had a chance to oh, sully himself. Born. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's literally he's just born. He hasn't been corrupted. In and of itself. Yeah, he hasn't been corrupted. He hasn't had any life to live to yeah. judge his whatever. Yeah. He's as pure as you can possibly be for being artificial and having an infinity stone. Because yeah. it has nothing to do with power. It has to do with the purity of your soul, like your, your nobility. Like And what does he have? He has a mind stone. Mm-hmm. He's one of the Infinity Stones. So, I mean, he's one of the ultimate, like, he's not even a real, like, it, it's hard to. It's He's basically they, they, able to, cos, like, as a, as a cosmic, as a cosmic energy of, of everything, he's able to fathom any possibility mm-hmm. into what's right, wrong on, on, a, on, a multi, and, on, a, on a galactical scale kind of thing. And he even says that he's like, he's like, I am. I'm in favor of like whose side are you on? I was like, I'm on and the, on the side of life. Like, yeah, I don't want to kill Ultron, but he needs to he's, be destroyed. He's in pain, and that pain will no doubt destroy, destroy the, world, the world. So he must be destroyed. Yes, he he's uh, he is pure in so much that like he knows what needs to be done, and he doesn't for a greater cause. He doesn't necessarily good. let morality jump into the into the There's no emotions. Right, it's a, he's not emotionally attached, so there's no judging, wavering off of his emotions. Exactly, it's pure calculation. Cal- well, basically, that's why it's yeah. very similar to Thanos too. Yeah, he it's, sees he sees what will do like, the best for everyone, uh, but his as as opposed to Thanos, like it's not about it's how many can I save, versus I just need to wipe out this many people yeah. to let everything f- be fine. Yeah, to balance the universe yeah. out. Yeah. I like the joke, yeah, yeah. mainly because of Thor, <laughs> because of, yeah. But I also like the little quirkiness is that that, that it's kind of fun in my opinion. Like I said, that whole thing will come back to play in a couple movies, but yeah, I just I don't know. I like that, especially when uh, Clint, because he was the first to go up. He's like, oh, what's with the hammer? Why why can't he anybody keep lift saying it it's up? a trick? Yeah, he's like, it's a trick, whatever. And then uh, goes up, is like, you know, I've I've seen this before, right? <laughs> is that reference to the first film? Yeah, because he was up on the. The perch about to take him out. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, you, you kind of forget that Clint's been there since the second, third film. Yeah, third film. Damn, oh shit. So yeah, had, yeah, Thor was after Iron Man too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yep. So I it just shows you. I don't know. Just shows you the power of Thor too. It shows you everything. They really did an amazing job at putting things into perspective. Mm-hmm. So this is what what film is this now? Like. The seventh? Seventh or eighth? eighth? One of the two. So, like... So, we've got, what? Iron Man 1, 2, 3, Thor 1 and 2, Captain America 1 and 2, and the Avengers. And Guardians. And Guardians. So, that's 2, 2, 3, 7, 8, 9 before this. Oh, my God. There's so many more. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much more. Yeah. Anyway. I liked it. I, I like this movie. Yeah. I'm glad I rewatched it. And I think it really I. says something about what we said before about we're watching continuously now. Because I forgot mm-hmm. so much. But 
I I did not remember liking this one as much when I first saw it. I thought it was good. It was badass, whatever. You know what I mean? But Yeah, me too. And I, I think it goes back to what Aram said, like watching them with no longer having years apart between mm-hmm. the movies right. helps all. A ton. Yep, we're just seeing everything come, uh, you know, unfold instead mm-hmm. of them creating it, it to come like, unfold. Yeah, it's like watching Tetris when you just watch those pieces fall into place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tetris might be a terrible analogy. <laughs> this is my third beer. So, <laughs> either way, the point is, it was good. Let's uh, get great. on into our. We've been talking about this for an hour. Yeah, so. but yeah. It, it's a it's a massive film. There's a lot. It is. There's a lot to cover. There's a lot to cover. So let's get into our our, our, our April. So yeah. Our April's theme, this is the last one for April. This is uh, going to be man versus self. Mm-hmm. So who wants to who wants to go? You know, I want to go. Let me go. Careful. Let me go. Let's change it up. All right. So the uh, this was actually, I'm not going to lie, this was a little bit tougher than I thought. For somebody who, you know, has a <coughs> bunch of films, has seen a bunch of films, I really struggled with this one. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I really maybe I struggled way more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, that's I think what I'm getting at. Like, I feel like I had an easier time of this one. Why uh, did I feel like maybe? I think for me is I was overthinking it. Maybe. I think that was my issue. I, you know, that's what I do. I overthink things. I mean, if I had been here for the last episode, I had plenty for Man versus Man, but I mean, even Man versus Self, I had a well, it was man, okay. Yeah. So the first film, I'm, I'm going to do this in order. Um, <laughs> in order. Of, of years. Okay. Of years, sorry. I always go for years. All right, that I makes sense. I try to sense. do it the oldest to newest. I don't know why. It just makes my OCD feel better. So uh, I'm well, Then going, I'll do it too. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do... Um, oh, man. Uh, okay. 1999. I have two films that are on my list for 1999. So I'll do this one anyway. Fight Club. You want to look up the months? <laughs> Fight Club. <laughs> I thought about it. I just did, and I thought about it. But Fight Club. Fight Club. I, that That's one, dope. Yeah, yeah. Fight Club. I, was, I, I considered that. that. Yep. So, uh, I... It actually didn't cross my mind, but I, I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I, I, I've been a sucker for this film. Um, I dope film. Recently, yeah. recently read the book, and I, I like the film so much more than the book. Mm. Um, Chuck Palahniuk? Yep. Is that the name of the guy? Yep. And... Don't get me wrong, the book's okay, but the film's way more entertaining. Con- conceptually, that seems like a film that would, or it seems like something that would lean lean better into a film than it would a movie or a book. I mean, he, he just a thought. the way it was done wasn't terrible. It was just, I don't know. I just like the film better. So, the the thing about the film is, is you have <laughs> you have Brad Pitt <laughs> Thanks, and you have Aaron, Edward I feel Norton. So much better. And I'm not a huge fan of either of them, really. Yeah. But in this film, they work so well. Especially yeah, Edward Norton. Sure. Yeah. And oh, yeah. especially Brad Pitt. Like, they both work. Brad Pitt, to me, comes off as, like, it's like the snatch feel, I think. You know yeah, except I mean? you can because understand what he's saying. Yeah, except you can understand what he's saying, yep. yeah. Do you, uh, real quick, Edward Norton or Brad Pitt, who do you like better? In general, just curious. curiosity. a question? Because... The, the same person. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, not in the movie. In general, as oh, an actor, as an who actor? do you like better? I just uh, curiosity more. Brad than Pitt. Anything. Brad Pitt. Yeah, I think really? Brad Pitt has more more movies I like than Edward Norton. Yeah. Okay. I, Going I, off of movies, I might be an Edward I, Norton fan more I, than I am a Brad Pitt guy. I don't really think I like either of them as people. So, but I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a 
That's not a good question. It's not. <laughs> I was curious. I don't have anything. I'm sorry. I don't care for either of them. Don't apologize. I just think that's a fine uh, question. He just couldn't. I think that Brad Pitt has more <laughs> films that I've seen that I like him in. You know, I think that's really. What but it is. is it because of Brad Pitt or the people who he's acting with? Actually, Brad because of Brad Pitt. Like for example, Glorious Bastards. I love Brad Pitt in that okay. as that role in Glorious Bastards. Like, okay. I also really like him in Snatch. I really like him in this. I, love him, Snatch. I can't tell you a movie of Edward Norton's other than American History X that I really liked Edward Norton as that character. Okay, I'm just not a big fan. I don't think he's a terrible actor. I just, I just, I think that American History X is the only film that I go. He did a phenomenal job. All right. So, uh, curious anyway. question more than anything. Sorry. Yeah. So. Fight Club. If He's you're not, three beers. if you're not, if you're, <laughs> if you're not familiar, it's uh, about a guy who has insomnia, and basically he starts to hallucinate or not be able to sleep. He starts to get mental, just starts to lose his shit, and he starts to create this Fight Club, which Creates is his associate under- identity. Yeah, it's this underground Fight Club where they just beat the shit out of each other, a way for them to gain a sense of masculinity, and not have to be judged for it. Uh, first rule of Fight Club is... You don't talk about Fight Club. And then I punch you in the face because you talked about Fight Club. <laughs> That's how... Don't worry, I'll beep all this out. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> they have some interesting characters or some act- actors that play in this too, like Meatloaf. Meatloaf, Jared Leto. Jared Leto, yep. He plays um, Angel Face who gets the shit kicked oh, out of Oh, fuck, him. that's right. I can't Wandy. remember the guy. He's in uh, Mindhunters too, but I can't remember that again. He's the guy that's like... Oh, in Project Chaos, you you in death you get a name. Zach Grenier? Mm. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about, so well, whatever, I'll look it up. But uh Hel- uh was it Helena? Helena Bottom Carter. Yep. She's in it. So this movie is definitely an in- internal battle. He doesn't oh, realize spoiler alert, sure. Brad Pitt is uh uh fictitious. He's an imagination. Mm-hmm. Of Edward Norton's character, he's not real. So yeah, it's one of the it's a persona, really, the identity. You're a persona, but it's a it's a really good movie reveal moment. It is. It is for the nineties. Yeah, movie. and he is a terrorist. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. creates a domestic with, terrorist. Yeah. yeah, without even knowing it, Sophie he Bonds. creates a, a, terrani- a terrorist organization mm-hmm. without even knowing it. Project Chaos, <laughs> and that's that's what makes this movie pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Off of soap. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about soap. <laughs> so, I don't know. It is a very interesting film, and I've always kind of dug it. It's also oh. pretty raw. It's pretty the guy raw. I was, the guy I was thinking of is Holt McElhaney. I don't know. Uh, you'd, know you'd know if I showed him to you, but. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, so, yeah, my next film, 2003. You said you had two in 1999. 1999. I know. I'm not going to do the other one. God damn it. Jesus. Because nope. of that reason. Because <laughs> they're both like in 1999. You just had a- <laughs> <laughs> Identity. Yep. Oh, the John Cusack? Yeah. Oh, yeah. fucking the list. Yeah, but primarily, yeah, 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 John yeah. Cusack, Ray Liotta, Jake Amanda Peet, John Hawks, Alfred Maloney, Malona. Alfred Molina? Thank you. There you go. You got it. Uh, I've had... Three beers. Uh, Clea Duvall, John C. McGinley. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, Jake Busey. Yeah. There's just a bunch of people in this one. And this 
is a very I've loved this movie since the first time I saw it. It's like a thriller mystery. I don't I don't say horror, but it's more mystery. Thriller. Thriller, sure. yeah, for sure. But uh it's unique. It's very original. And it is a man versus himself when you learn the ending. Yeah. Because you basically learn that the guy from Constantine, that's the only other film I can think of right off the hand, is he's the preacher who has the Mm. eyes that shift, which is an actual disease that he has, the actor has, um, when it drinks himself or whatever to death. He plays a guy who is in a psych ward, and Alf, what's his name? Alfred Molina? Yeah, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's his therapist. And you find out that he starts telling a story, but you find out that he has like 13 different personalities. Yeah. And this entire story, this whole film is him is these personalities yeah. fighting each other for survival to come up forth. Mm-hmm. And you find out one of them is just a serial killer. Yeah. And that's the one that, that you know, it, it had such a good twist. I was just blown away by this the, film. The fact that the, in, the, in the, if I remember right, the child is the serial killer, yes, right? it's the child. Yeah. And, then, the, and Amanda Peet's the one that takes over for the most part. Like, you become subdued, and then at the end, he's like, Whores don't get a second chance. Yep. That's what I remember. Yeah. That's the yep. part I remember. I don't know why. Yeah, because I think she's like, is she a prostitute? I think she's, she's like, like a prostitute or, like or, like or, or like a stripper or something. Or something. Or yeah, like something of that nature. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's the child. It's the child who's the serial killer. You find out that because they like get like a, a winery or a lemon farm or some shit like that. And she's like trying to plant something. Yeah, this when, is still all in his head. Yeah, this yeah. is all in his head. And then it wasn't until he's the like ending. In the, he's like in the cop car or like an ambulance when he like, when the child takes over again and kills the last mm-hmm. personality. And he escapes just phenomenal yeah just that's a dope movie i'd forgot yep. about that so yeah, i love it <laughs> the fact that it's all in his head though and you just don't know it <laughs> when they keep bouncing back and forth and like at certain times it's like it's john cusack giving the fucking yeah uh testimony or whatever to alfred molina like i, I think at least at one point yeah yeah at he's, one point, he's the one you follow them like, yeah, yeah he's like he's, he's quote unquote the main character yeah uh, is he a limo driver Yes. In this one? Yeah. It's a limo driver. He twice? Fucking, he's a driver in a lot of things. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No. So, 2003, Identity. Yeah, love this film. Still to this day, love this film. And then I I chose Peaceful Warrior, 2006. That's a great Peaceful movie. Peaceful Warrior. And I, I struggled with trying to find, I, I fought between this one and the other one. Um, and if none of you guys have it, I'll mention it later. But the reason why I chose Peaceful Warrior is, because this is the only other film I've ever seen the guy from Eurotrip in. Yeah. And I've seen him in like one or two other things briefly, but yeah. yeah. Scott Malkowicz. I don't know. Uh, can sounds you. Jewish. <laughs> uh, Nick Nolte is in it. Amy Smart. Um, Paul Wesley, who's mostly known now for Vampire Diaries. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ray Wise, who's an older gentleman, he was in Digging Digging Up the Marrow. He was uh the he was the devil and um, Reaper. Yeah, the show Reaper. Yep. I know that show. So I know that guy. I know uh, the show too. The movie is basically about this kind of this spoiled rich athletic kid who was speeding, gets in a motorcycle accident. Yeah, basically becomes par- like paralyzed, but. Because, Partially so, like yeah, or something like that. Like he do, he do loses his function of his legs. I think is what it is. Like he has to walk with crutches for mm-hmm. sure. Like he's got the braces. The... Uh, yeah, yep. And he. Uh, this is based <laughs> I don't off know of how best to describe. <laughs> this is based off a book 
uh, which I've read part of Dan Millman. Yeah, it's a good he, book. He's got a he's series got, of them yep, about, the, about that guy, of like two or three. Yeah. Yep. But I, the guy that Socrates, I think, is Nick yes. Nolte's character. It's Socrates, about Socrates. Socrates is Nick Nolte, which is basically his, like his spirit guide, hmm? to help him be a better person. So yeah. he was a shitty person. He gets in this accident. He was like he, a trust fund kid. He, yeah, almost. well, yeah, he was just a piece yeah. of shit kid. And he felt uh, he feels like sorry for himself that yeah, this he, happened. He and it doesn't happen to good people and this and that. And he did not. He deserved everything that came to him. Simple yeah. as that. And that was him redefining himself. So he starts to get into like gymnastics. So somebody who couldn't walk. I thought he was a gymnast to. before. He was. And but then I'm he, like, he, he, gets he gets back, back into, into it. it. Like after being Nick Nolte basically, coaches him and basically teaches him, like, yep. you know, the only person standing in your way is yourself. Is you. Yep. So like, it, it's it's very profound, but it is, once again, like right there, the only one person standing in your way is you. And that's the very, reason why I chose this one. The movie is very much sack up, Nancy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> walk it off. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I chose this one. Is, Legit. It's a, it's a lot more about uh, don't I don't think I watched the full movie, but I remember reading most of the book. Yeah, it's, my mom made me read it when I was like thirteen. It's interesting. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, I wrote it down. I never seen it. So it's good. I have to check it out. I have somewhere. It's worth watching somewhere up there. The it's definitely decent. definitely worth watching, especially Nick Nolte because he's he's very un Nick Nolte in this. Oh, movie. He, you can hear you can understand what he's saying. Well, no, he still grumbles uh, he's still the whole grumbles. time, but he's like, he's <laughs> not Nick Nolte. He's not like, he's not weird. And he's well, he's kind of like, weird. I mean, he's kind of like, weird, but he's like, like randomly, diff- the weirdest part that he ever does is he like disappears and he's like up in the rafters. <laughs> yeah, he's almost supernatural in this movie. And that's the that's the thing. You don't know if he's human or not. You, mm. you don't know. He's, he's either human that, like never or like an angel kind yeah. of concept. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah, which is why his name is Socrates. Let's go next. Those are my films. Those are my three. All right, Jason, you go. Well, I can't. Run away. Run away and go pee. Uh, what the fuck? Oh, you weren't ready? I am ready. Well, I hit one button and now it looks like I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... But yeah, I don't know if you'll read talking. Oh shit, whatever. I just deleted a thing. All right, uh, going in order. <laughs> <laughs> What's your order? Yours? I guess so. Yeah, okay. I'm stealing. I was yeah stealing mine. Yeah. Okay. Holy shit! All right. <clears throat> so I'm actually gonna go with a TV series, HBO series. Uh, I don't know if that's against the rules or not, but this it's five seasons. It has a beginning and an ending so it's, it's the wire yes <laughs> how did i know that how did i know that uh how did i know that never mind the episode hasn't come on hasn't came out yet so the reference won't work uh you, you know me too well the wire pick a character they all have this and that uh the what have you heard about the show because i'm sure you've heard people tell you to watch it for many years now yep it, it, it can it's it ran from 2002 to 2008 i watched the first like episode and i didn't even get mm-hmm. i didn't get move on it's i just keep getting told uh, if you want to know about street violence and street gangs and all that and it's like really raw and very like gr- uh, gringy or, or mm-hmm. whatever and um people just say oh yeah watch that no fuck all that well, it is raw and gringy. And I grew gritty, up on the but, street. I don't need but, to see that shit. Um, 
But the street violence, all that stuff, fuck all that shit. It's the character development and the choices they make, the cops and the gangsters. It's like they go through promotions and demotions and it's all versus themselves. And they're just dealing with, you watch them, I don't know, just go through these fucking personal struggles, make these choices. That's the entertaining part of uh, this five season series. Because you you see them go up or down ranks okay. throughout the through the choices they make. I'm talking about the show The Wire. <clears throat> Never seen it. But the main character is Detective McNulty. He's the one that he has a problem with the system of police. He has a he's he's the good police, but he has he he was in 300. Yeah, he, he's he uh, he's an alcoholic and a kind of a. Shitty father and he's divorcee or whatever. But so there's tons of personal shit. But he's the main one, and many other characters have uh, versus self things. I'm not gonna say, tell you to watch it, either of you. I already tried because you guys would have by now. <laughs> but I am one of those uh, people like I fucking love this shit. I watch it like once a year, yeah. whether it's the whole thing or not. But yeah, the, it's the character development and the choices they make. And where the, and the the ending to the series is, they all get it. It ends proper. Everybody dies. <laughs> no. But they probably should have. So, right. No. <laughs> when did we were, get into doing series? Hmm? Oh, yeah. he 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 switched it on us. I did. He and changed I, the gears. He's being a rebel. You son of a bitch. Well, I figured it'd be okay because <laughs> it has a solid beginning and a solid ending. It's only five seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Not to me. Anyways, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, I know I'm going to cry. Uh, fuck. What year was that? 2002? 2002 to 2008, yeah. Yeah. What did it run for? Five seasons? Yeah. And it's amazing. Nice. All right. 2008. I fucking, I can't. I really hope no one's talked about this movie. The Wrestler. You did. No way. <laughs> yeah. Did you do did it for I? sports movies? I think so. Fuck. I'll give it to him, though. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it I'll to give you, it to man. you. I'll give it to you. Because yeah, I, I, you, you, you talked about this. I actually thought about doing The Family <laughs> Man, which I know. Like, it was only like four episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so That's bullshit, first of all. I thought, to, I thought about doing life. The Family Man, which it I did for... <laughs> yeah, no, you talked about it. All That's right. legit. Do it. Do All it. Right. Do it anyway. You're a right. Faded professional wrestler must retire but finds his quest for a new life outside the ring and dispiriting struggle. Uh, I don't know. Fuck, I already talked about it. Now I'm embarrassed. No, this movie is it's good, though. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. It hits the mark on uh, Definitely for a man sure. versus self, for yeah. sure. Because it's, what's his biggest conflict? Uh, his career? Love? Uh, I mean, yeah, basically it's... It's him finding a spot like himself outside of his career because he's he basically shouldn't be wrestling anymore. He ends up with a heart condition. He doesn't he doesn't want to die a loser. Yeah, okay. Is really what it is. So he wants to not only make something of himself, he wants to know that what he did mattered. Is right. essentially what it is. Because he was on all, top once and then he's yeah, just he's older and from he, glory. He's a thing of the past. Yeah, now he's selling like old he's, posters. He's figures. basically <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts at this point. Like, yeah. I think it's I think that's the allegory. Is is the the life of Jake the Snake, but yeah, even like at the end of the movie, like when he's wrestling that match, like before he goes, like him and Marissa Tomei, he's like, it's like out in the real world, like I'm nothing, but here, like I I matter. Yep. 
Yeah, and that's yeah. the speech because because he's a has... goddamn deli slicer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. He, he cuts his fucking him and his and... his daughter are estranged. And he's like, I remember that whole speech. Like, I'm just a broken down piece of meat. I just don't want you to hate me. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's like, I'm alone, and I deserve to be alone. It works though. It, it really yeah, works. Yeah, Definitely, for sure. I fucking I love that movie. I watch it. It's a great movie. Can. Just before Mick Ro- Mickey Rourke looked weird. I don't know. He looked a little weird there. Uh, you seen him now? Yeah. I, uh, not much. All no, the, he all looks the weird. New, the new teeth and the plastic surgery? He's oh, yeah. fucked now. He looks weird in this movie, but it, it like, wor- it worked. It worked. And, and because this works. character, you, you, need looks, him to, you need him to be yeah. Like, beat run up. down and beat up. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. So, it, yeah. like, doesn't look out of place like his real self because <laughs> of many poor Decisions. Plastic surgery decisions. It was like, now he just looks like Frankenstein's monster. Because that guy used to be like a fucking uh, a professional beautiful boxer. person. Like back, he was acting early on. Like, he was a gold yeah. club boxer. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he was like a hot model back in the day, I believe. And remember then, Double Team with John uh, Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman? Or no, that was Gary Oldman. Was it? No, he wasn't a professional boxer oh, for he, sure. No, I'm saying the, the professional. Is that Gary Oldman? Or is that's that Gary a, Oldman. Oh, okay, yeah. That, yeah, oh. that's Gary Oldman, John Renault. Yeah. Right on. Uh, We've gotten into an entirely different aspect of this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, my, I, 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 I like to think that his heart gave out at the final. Actually, yeah. the 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 director or the producer, one of the two, okay. came out and said that he's actually like at that end. That's him dying. Yeah, he dies at the end because he's not, yeah, it's it, a freeze frame, so he's up in the air. Yeah, he jumps for his like it. his his finishing and, move. Yes, exactly. But but, but you that hear was his in choice. silence. Yeah, you hear the heartbeat race, race, yep. race. He's, and they said he was warned that hey, dude, if you do this, you might go. That's like you're whole, not supposed to do it. Yep. So that's the whole movie. And even the guy he's himself. wrestling is like, are you sure? He's yeah. Like, are you sure? Just call it out. Like throw it in the towel. Like, but like, his whole no. point is once yeah. again he wants to go, go out doing what he's known for doing. Is, do you like, think that it's what makes him matter? Yep. Do you think that if you? Hmm, so basically, he goes to final move somebody, but then has a heart attack. Do you, do you think that would work? <laughs> would that I be worth he, it? I, would you look at that person and be like, mm, you went out good? It's like... If you saw that on TV? Let's say it's like a superhero. Let's say a superhero dies saving a thousand people in the building, burning building. Do you think it would be worth it? Well, yeah, that's... I'll, I'll give it to you, I'll give it to you this way. Different. I'll kind give of, it to you a except diff- for his whole view is... To him, Saving his uh, legacy? To him, it's about... about it, it goes both ways. It's selfish and it's yeah. it's uh, selfless because he's doing all this stuff not for fame necessarily, Dignity, or... but it's, it's, it's to entertain the audience. But because the audience is entertained and they fuel him, they love him, he gets to fuel... I'll give it to you differently. Oh, yeah. Think of how many wrestlers have gone out in a hotel room overdosing or because they were forgotten they just they died and no one gave a shit versus you know someone that died in the ring doing uh, doing that stuff who do you think they remember more you know like that's the idea yeah, like, and, and obviously, yeah. Bret Hart uh, Owen Hart you're thinking Owen Hart, Bret Hart's Owen not Hart? dead no no uh, but I was thinking his brother <laughs> yeah Owen Hart di- you know, died in that Owen thing, Hart but, he died in the ring yeah. like it was a straight up nobody's ever forgotten that yeah Ever. And and it was you a know, pure accident. This but. is where he matters. Like this is what he does to like be remembered. So he died doing that versus being forgotten in a hotel room on the road. Like, you know, yeah, he was supposed to wrestle like the next night in a gymnasium. But like he mm-hmm. no one gave a shit that he died because you know, he's old. 
you know, like he was still wrestling and like he he went out doing it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's that's it's a, the idea. It's a little bit of like it's like I said, it's a little bit of a selfish thing because he wants to be remembered. Yeah. And he's doing it in a matter that's very sacrifice like he's sacrificing his body, his health, everything oh, yeah. to do it. Yeah. But it's a little super superficial too because mm-hmm. he could fade. What if wrestling just stops becoming a thing? Maybe people yeah. won't forget. Or those people die who do remember him 20 years, 30 years, even 100 years down the road. Who's going to matter? Mm-hmm. So it's all about making a stamp. So it, it's just... Yeah, and it's all it's he knows. It's all he's good at. He yeah. can't really... It's too late. He's too old yeah. to, like, make a transition and learn yeah, something and new. It's like so he it's all said, he's got. It's like he says in Mercer Tomei. He's like, out there, I don't matter. Like, I'm just a guy. Like, But in here, like, I'm something. Mm-hmm. And, and now, like, he goes out doing it that way. You, you bring this up. I don't want to get too much into it. But I look at the same thing. How many fucking scientists out there develop and create, invent, whatever, all, this, all the things that matter in the world that we do? But who do we remember? Fucking celebrities that make us laugh on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That don't mean shit just because they entertain us. Mm-hmm. But we'll remember them because they're on TV. But we won't know who invented the fucking satellite. Right. I couldn't name no, the person who invented the satellite. Like, Can you? Unless you really, unless you really into it, like you can't name the guy that invented penicillin. Even though I've heard his name a number of times, I couldn't tell you who couldn't the fuck tell you he was. Who it is. But I could tell you fucking a lot of these actors. I can talk about actors do. and wrestlers so, and like yeah. you know I can't talk about sports stars, but like I can talk about like <laughs> musicians and stuff like so, that. But th- yeah. that's that's the point, you know. So. Hell yeah. No, I, I, I'll i give you that one. Although yeah, for you sure. You did talk about it. Hell like yeah. Four episodes ago. Hey. <laughs> I'll be back and talking about it in a few Leave more months. Leave him alone. He's just a boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. It's My Princess Bride. But, uh... <laughs> 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 all right. Next movie. Fucking Aiden. Um, why is this happening? What? Why can't I about this movie? Do? Oh, because 2014. Birdman. Ooh, yeah. A washed-up superhero actor attempts to revive his fading career by writing, directing, starring in a Broadway production. Very similar to The Wrestler, just fucking acting instead. But, ooh, this movie is just... That movie's a wild ride. Oh, the director, the one-shots, the the, how it's filmed is... So it could be like an artsy fucking... And I was going to save that film for... Yeah. Later on down the that's road. The, Don't worry, I'll bring it up. The yeah. guys that directed that's a team of brothers, right? No. No. I thought it was oh, okay. So I it's, thought uh, I thought it's it was the same just... guy who did uh Revenant. Yeah. Okay. I can't Alejandre something. Yeah. Okay. Same guy who did Revenant. I haven't seen the Revenant. But whatever. Yep. That's fine. Same guy. But understandable. But yeah. the performance I don't know why I thought it was brothers. But... What Emma Stone? Fuck is Emma, Emma Stone, Edward Michael Norton, Keaton. Michael Keaton. Edward, Edward Norton's Norton. in it? Yep. Oh, I forgot yeah. about Edward Norton. Oh, Zach Galifianakis, even? Hell yeah. Which is barely in it, though. Right. He plays, like, the he basically brother? plays his assistant. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's in it, but he's not, like, a primary. Naomi Watts. I don't know. It's just a fucking... It's Michael Keaton. It's my, first of all, Michael Keaton's performance. Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. He's the only one that really matters in this entire film. The daughter doesn't matter, which is Emma Stone. Doesn't doesn't really Emma matter. Emma Stone doesn't the, matter till the very end. The, the, it, well, it doesn't matter. It's just the relationship that, that yeah. he has with her. That matters. That's the only connection there is. Is he's trying to have a relationship with a daughter who doesn't give a fuck. She's like a drug addict too, like a recovering drug addict, didn't she? I've only seen the movie once, but I remember no. being very good. She's had some just, sort of like issues that she was overcoming on her own. I, I think she's just a. I think she's just kid. like a kid, yeah, like a teenager. Oh, she's just an asshole. Yeah, okay. she's an asshole. A spoiled brat. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, but 
It's 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 Michael Keaton's performance. I like Phenomenal. Edward Norton's uh uh, what he thinks he's like the best actor in the world or something. He's just kind of an asshole dick. Like, yeah, he sells that. He's pompous. Shit. Yeah, pompous. He's yeah. a good foil to Michael to, Keaton's to, character. Mm-hmm. This really, really nails in why I don't like Edward Norton that much. <laughs> I just feel like this is who he is in real life. You feel like Edward Norton was just doing true life stuff. I really do. Except, is, except for he, maybe he thought he it was doesn't, a documentary. Yeah. Except for maybe he doesn't need an erection to actually <laughs> perform well. All right. So. But I, I would have to agree. Like, I've seen him on the Rogan podcast and a few other things when he came out with the movie Mother for Brooklyn. And I just got that vibe. Like, he is kind of fucking in love with himself. And he's, I don't know. I guess I should like him more because he stammers more than I do. So I should relate he, to it. He's not, like I said, he's not like he's not talented. I just don't care for him. Right. I don't yeah. think he does anything that's phenomenal other than... So, yeah, American I think why he probably did so well in that role is because he was just being himself. He was just being himself. <laughs> but Michael Keaton, man. Yeah, that... phenomenal. I mean, yeah. I've always been in love with that guy, but this movie blew me away. Like, what? holy shit, dude. You were right? like... And this was really the the resurgence of Michael Keaton's career, wasn't it? Like, yeah, he he done the really other done guy, much, the other yeah. guys. I think was like the the other building block to it. But like these two, those two movies are really where like all of a sudden it was like, oh shit, Michael Keaton can act, and like they mm-hmm. really brought it back. Like they brought him back into the limelight, and like he's been doing really well for himself. And I'm happy for it because I think he's a phenomenal. Yeah, because after shortly after this, he goes and does the uh, Vulture for Homecoming. So yeah, yeah, for the Spider Man movie, and yeah, he. I don't know. I have to agree. Yeah, like he hadn't really done a lot. He's done. I say, he hadn't here stopped there, acting, but, but he wasn't doing anything truly like. Yeah, phenomenal. the other guys is the only thing I can think of. As, yeah, as well. I know he did some movie. He's fucking hilarious. It's like some movie like within a couple of years of this, I think, where like he was the editor of a, of the a newspaper where like they broke the. Oh, uh, spotlight! I think. Yeah, that sounds the, right. Yeah, with the the, the priest. Yeah, so like he started yeah. to do more serious shit like, like that too, and like I say, it's it's been nice to see him really recreate his career. And I don't know, I've yeah. always loved him as an actor, but I think it's been nice just to see him kind of come back. What was especially that strong? What was your three? So it was uh, the Wire, the, the Wire, wire wrestler, wrestler, and Birdman, Birdman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, those are dope, dope, dope picks. Hell yeah! All right, Aaron. All right, let's do this. You're on the spotlight. <laughs> okay. <Go pro>. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, first movie I picked is a movie I saw in high school film class the first time. It was like, I was in awe of the movie. Uh, it was Memento. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah. Guy Pierce and. Uh, Chris Nolan right there. Guy Pierce, Carrie yeah. Ann Moss, Joe Pantoliano. Joey Pants. What? It's Chris, his first Christopher film? Nolan. This was his first film. Yeah. Which fucking, that's Natural legit. born director. Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. This is movie dope. It's crazy about, so crazy thing about Memento is like the way that he created the concept for Memento is, is uh, he, he created this, this like thing. Like flow this. chart? I don't know what, what I call it. A Venn diagram or a flow no, chart? No, no. Just like this. It's, it's literally like a, it's like a, like a staple, but just rounded out. So horseshoe. he drew, he drew, yeah, basically like a horseshoe. <laughs> it's basically like a horseshoe, yeah. <laughs> I'll use that. So it's like a horseshoe. And what he did is he created lines across the horseshoe. And then he goes, these are the parts he remembers. These are the parts he doesn't. And every other. The Interesting. simplicity of yeah. that 
And yet the complexity yeah. of this fucking film right. blew my mind. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> oh, yeah. How does I was that like work? I was 17 at best watching this movie. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. It's a it's a phenomenal film. Plus, it has one of my favorite actors. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Yeah. I love uh, I love Joey Pantoliano as an actor. So I, the fact that he was in it was like, was really cool. I could have given less than a shit about Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah. Um, she... Everyone's like, oh, she's Trinity from The Matrix. Like, I give a fuck. Right. Yep. Mm. And she was nothing special in this. Right. Yeah. She was just like a, a, she basically was like something to further the plot for about well, five minutes. She was a fucking bitch in this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, for sure. A straight out C-U-N-T. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody I used to know always called it a see you next Tuesday. Which I was like, really? We have to really <laughs> prolong it for that. Um, but yeah, I just I really enjoy the way the movie's filmed, and I think the concept of running like short-term memory pieces together yeah. and like what ended up being a backwards cohesive timeline was actually really cool. And you were not really not sure who this guy is at all. No. Still, even to the end, you're like, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? A bad guy? Good guy? Bad guy? What, what's going on? Like you realize he's just a we're guy not supposed that won't to know because he doesn't know. Yeah, basically. Yeah. He, I feel like I've seen it in one other movie and I just had it and I've forgotten it. But like, there's another movie where like he knows, he understands the truth for a moment, and chooses to ignore it. Mm. Interesting. Because like, because that's what he like. At the, the, he realizes he's probably a bad guy. And quote, unquote, I don't even think he's a bad guy per se. It's just like a morally like, Corrupt. a morally gray character. Because, like, it's not, he's not acting on any malicious intent. He's just trying to find the truth. But because the truth is something he can't stand, he I'm sure he kills a guy, though. Well, no, yeah, he kills Joey Pants. <laughs> but, like, he he's acting on, like, truth that he doesn't understand has been augmented. Oh, I see what you're saying. So he's, okay. not, mo he's not malicious. Yeah. He's just reacting. Yeah, mm. yeah, I see what you're saying. Yep. He doesn't because understand he, the he doesn't Because he, he doesn't know. Yeah, he changes he the truth himself. It's, it's, yeah. This is this is a true statement of ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Like, he Most literally is completely ignorant because he has no idea. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Um, I like that. That's a, yeah, that's I, I just think it's a very it. interesting way to, like, to, to film it. And, yeah, he's not a malicious character... Even if being the bad guy is the, what you get out of it, he's not a malicious bad no, guy. No, no. Yep. He's a victim of circumstance. Mm. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, yep. Very, in any sense of the word, like, there's people taking advantage of him. Like, he takes advantage of his own state because he learns that, like, whatever he thought was true at the end wasn't true, but he just, like, nope, I can't handle that. So he just completely changes the script and, like, leaves himself scrambling for more answers. Still, one of my favorite things is when he's running in the trailer park and he's like, oh, he's like, kind of like wakes up. He's like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm chasing this guy. Okay, I'm on a run. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait a no, minute. No, he's chasing me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, and doesn't the end of the movie leave you thinking that, like, he's just going to do it all over again? Well, because the movie's Cause he, filmed backwards. He, yeah, he, it's, it's basically backwards. Right, but it's just a cycle that he just does, like, every fucking month it seems well like. and that, and that's what you get he, from like a short-term memory he, he but he like he you is. said he gets rid of a part or important piece of information and then it just seems like when he does that he's gonna track down the answers yeah. all over he, again because he can't handle the idea that there's yeah. no reason for his wife's death or whatever like that 
or that he already fixed it. Like he has no. Oh, uh, there's no. He has no nothing his, to go forward with. It's a sense of purpose. Yeah, he has to keep go. He has to have something to keep going. So like he switches it so that he has something to move forward with. Mm-hmm. And that's the the part that like I say he's a victim of circumstance. Yeah. Like because like he can't he can't hold on to anything else. So he's got to hold on to what he's got. And you know it's it's a sad state of affairs that that's right. what happens. Like he's only got his tattoos to remind him of stuff, and like he's got to keep something moving forward. Otherwise, yeah. he just that's some sad shit. It's a terribly sad movie <laughs> yeah. if you look at it from the right perspective. It's terribly sad. Yeah, that movie will. It's a masterpiece. And oh, for sure, it will always be a masterpiece. And that's a fucking his first film, Christopher Nolan. That's yeah, I didn't know that was Christopher Nolan's first film. Be completely honest, but me like, neither. And that's just I don't know. That's too good to be your first of anything. <laughs> like, no one has that great. Sex it becomes. Right how away. do you follow that up? <laughs> right. Oh, everything else. Right. Um, so yeah, so Memento. When was, was that? What two thousand? Two thousand. Oh, God damn it! Two thousand one. I think. I think two thousand one. Hold on a second. Yeah, I I, I remember when yeah, I. I feel like two thousand. Two thousand. Okay, yeah. it was close. I remember watching. I think I watched that one in Requiem too. Uh, Requiem. For, for a dream. dream. For a dream. For a Thank dream. you. Um, at around the same time. Yeah, those and, came out around the same time. Those. Yep, definitely. I, I was. I loved them both for. I've exactly only seen about. most of Requiem for a Dream once, and I was very much like not impressed by the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until I saw the fountain that I realized that I'm in love with Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, because <laughs> I saw and Pi, I watched the fountain too. Requiem and the fountain, and I'm like, oh, God, these are just amazing. I watched the fountain, and then it was like when I watched Hugh Jackman turn into a, like a flower bed. I was like, What the hell is happening? All um, right, what's your next one? So the next one I've got is 2001, and this is going to be, because of the actor in it, I know that there's going to be some shit about it, but I try to separate the actor's actions versus his art. Oh, God. Uh, but I, Kevin, Sp- yep, Kevin, I Spacey, Kevin Spacey, yep. Kevin Spacey and Jeff Bridges are the two main actors, and uh, obviously the shit surrounding Kevin Spacey, don't condone anything he did or whatever, whatever. Um, but this movie is phenomenal. It and is, he does a great job in it. So does Jeff Bridges. Uh, yeah, not since it came out, but there's a. I'm trying to think of who else is in it. There's Marie, Mary McCormick is in it as I assume is Jeff Bridges' wife. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, people in this movie, but it's basically Kevin Spacey shows up in a train station, think, claiming to be an alien mm-hmm. named Prot. Yeah, Prot. Um, and Jeff Bridges is the psychiatrist that is assigned to evaluate him and try to convince him that he's not, not. an alien. Basically that he's mental. Right. Like, and he's stuck in a psych ward. Some tragic, some, something that happened. And you do uncover the tragic things that surrounded the actual person that Prote is. Um, wow. Even though there's the that ending leaves. Great ending, think, though, yeah. The ending leaves, and there's a... So K-Pax, I believe, is based on a book... And there's a second book about Prote after the fact. I'm going to have to fucking look that up. I didn't know um, that. But, uh, but basically, you know, Jeff Bridges is dealing with his own issues. Like, he's trying to, I believe he's trying to retire. Or not retire, but, like, he's basically kind of. I don't know. I think he's trying to I, he, something. But he's, I, there's he's, some conflict he's, he's dealing with. He's got family yeah. life that's kind of, like, imbalanced between him and his work. He's also got a, a, a son that's in college that he's estranged from. Um. Yeah. Aaron Paul is at the end of it as the son that he's estranged from. Um, but essentially, like, he... He's from Breaking Bad. Yeah, 
pretty much. Um, it's breakout. He's also in Van Wilder. He's in the Cuppy. Something, some kind of cult move uh, show on Hulu. The yep. following. The path. Following. The f- no, not the, the following. Path. The following. Yeah, the path. The following was Kevin Bacon yeah. and uh, the guy from A Knight's Tale. Um, but anyway, uh, Jeff Bridges essentially is trying to talk to talk Kevin Spacey's character out of the fact that he's an alien. But he's also learning these weird life lessons, and Prote is teaching these life lessons to other inmates or patients at the psych. I don't know why I call them inmates. But uh, he teaches, like, there's a guy with OCD that he actually gets to sit still and just look out a window for a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like, there's another guy who's, who's like, a hypochondriac. Basically gets the OCD guy to choke him to death. And, and then they get revived, and then like he stops being afraid of germs because yep. he died. Yep. And they figured it was like, oh. it, it's not a big deal. Like it, everybody dies. Yep. Like and then and like, I forget who. And there's one who there's a despondent uh, patient who doesn't talk, and Pro He's talks about borderline catatonic. Yeah, there's all this talk about Pro going back to his home planet. And he can take one person with him. And that's who he takes. And and yeah, there's this one person who travel by light. Beams of light. Beams of light. Yeah, he travels on light beams. Fuck, maybe I haven't seen this movie. You should. It's as much as Kevin Spacey. If anything, rewatch it because it is a great movie. As big a piece of shit as Kevin Spacey is, it's a good movie. Once again, he's he's a phenomenal actor, but yeah, he's just a piece of shit of a person. Oh, exactly. I mean, there's a reason he's not really you know let allowed to do anything in Hollywood anymore. Like, but in his heyday, he could he could act. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Even even Guy Pearce is. It's just funny that you get that in this because even Guy Pierce said uh, went on to Me Too kind of said that uh, Kevin Spacey on uh, L.A. Confidential. Oh yeah, which yeah. Was one of Guy Pierce's first films mm-hmm. they did in Hollywood. Yeah, um, felt very uncomfortable. He like used to slap his ass and stuff like that. Yeah, like that. yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, K Pax. I just it's a phenomenal movie. Like if what you haven't watched, two thousand one. Okay. Um, this is, I can't remember when the big Lebowski came I, out, but I remember watching this movie in high school and just thinking it blew my mind. And th- the really weird thing is that like, as emotional as a movie, this is, it doesn't leave you like emotionally like devastated. doesn't leave no. you emotionally like You get tired. a sad moment. You yeah, get a sad but- moment, but like the whole ending is actually very positive and very like upbeat because mm. he because he enriched others lives he's yeah he helped with some like, problems that were basically trivial in a bigger larger scheme of yeah. things and he, he helps helped so them. many patients in that war even and jeff and bridges like, and jeff bridges like reconnects with his, yep. his son that he's estranged from so what was it that happened though with the, the bodies like his his so his like children died. His his wife and his child were murdered by somebody that nah, were that like some like drifter that came through. But like it, he it, he worked in a slaughterhouse as what was called a knocker, yeah. which basically he would take a sledgehammer and clock cows on the side of the head and yeah. like basically knock them out so they could be slaughtered. Yep. Um, yeah. So he they, had a lot of the idea that he was big and strong. Yeah, he had he a lot powerful. of upper body strength, yep. and that was like he finds the guy. Basically, like, I think the guy basically rapes the mother and daughter. Yeah. And then Kevin's the Kevin Spacey's character, I can't remember the name, finds him and basically like snaps his neck barehanded and then like basically runs away. Yeah. Runs then, away into the wilderness and ends up in a river and like is taken off by the river and then shows back up as pro 
Yep. However long later. And mm. the reason why I was con- I was asking is because it's very very similar to uh, a Green Mile. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like, which one is it? Like I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. So and K-Pax is a story. I'm pretty sure. Um, a book. Yeah, a yeah. book. Or like I say, I think there's a secondary book I'm about have to look pro- that up because I want to read it. Because at the and at the end you see. Protus always talk about, like, he's like, I'm leaving on this day. Like, I will be gone after this. And then, so, Jeff Bridges finds out the truth of the whole thing. Like, what happened to the the actual guy whose body Protus is using and tries to get to him. And then you see this weird flash of light. And then yep. Kevin Spacey's body is basically in a catatonic state. Doesn't hey, respond to anything. He's, he's, under, just, he's, like, under the bed. It yeah, they find him sunglasses under the bed. Anymore. He's just yeah. He's not wearing sunglasses. Like Pro com- proclaims that like he can't stand the sunlight that well, so he wears glasses. Mm. Sunglasses. Yep. And at the end, you see this big flash of light, and then the sunglasses are gone. Kevin Spacey is under a bed and is catatonic. Like literally but, doesn't respond to anything. But the person that he said he he could take one person with, the person that he chose, isn't gone. Is gone. Yeah, it's not the, there anymore. The one that like the despondent uh, patient who like he has. He was everybody. a woman too. It was a yeah. It was a young woman. He has everybody basically write a reason why they don't, they shouldn't be here, that why they should go with. And she writes basically, "I don't have a home," and he takes her with. Yeah, yeah. Watch it. Yeah, it's Enough said. Just watch. It, it leaves you like it's it's one of those. I expect ones you to like, watch it by Wednesday. <sighs> it is legit. One of those ones where like you are left Podcast with questions. Homework. <laughs> Um, it is a phenomenal film. It's a great movie. Uh, so the last one I have is 2007's The Martian Child. Which was on my list as well. Yep. What the fuck? John Cusack. So oh. it's about John and Cusack. Joan Cusack. Yeah, Joan Cusack is in it for a hot minute. Um, they're like always in movies together. Right. For, <laughs> just a little cameo parts. So John Cusack is a, is a science fiction writer. Uh, his wife just recently passed. And they had talked about adopting a child beforehand. So he, in an effort to Believe carry it's over on, there, Jason. Hmm? Believe it's over there. Martian what? The Martian, Martian child? child? It's like yeah. right over there somewhere. I'm trying to listen to him. Shut up. So <laughs> in an effort to carry on his wife's wishes, he adopts a child. Um, and the child is this very unique kid who believes he's from Mar- Mars. Um wears like a helmet and wears like batteries on his, like, like a weight belt essentially because he says that gravity will take him away if he takes it off. And the whole movie is them finding like a, a, a balance to the life essentially. Like he's trying not to like hurt the child by telling him that being from Mars doesn't exist. Like you can't do that. They like, find a safe, a, a safe place between themselves because he has his own issues he has the kid has his own issues, so they find this connection that basically yeah. they create this this own bubble, which yeah. is his house basically. But yeah. it's like they're it's more like their friendship, like as long as the kid is with him and he's with the kid, that they create this like own little bubble of of a safe spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's essentially what the. the movie I remember this at. scene from the movie, and like the he's trying to write, and the kid has something and drops it, and it's glass and it shatters, and like John Cusack just quickly picks him up, pulls him out of the way, and says says something kind of bru- brusque to him. Not not necessarily angry, but, like, very brusque and, like, you know, in the moment, like, you know, you got to be more careful or something like that. And the kid kind of freaks out a little bit and, like, reverts the Martian sort of thing. And John Cusack just goes, you know what? It's okay. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not a big deal. It's just and a then, thing. And they break the entire And they start kitchen. breaking shit. And he's <laughs> like, it's not a big deal. See, watch. And he just... 
he's constantly trying to meet the kid on his ground. Mm-hmm. And, but like at the same time, he's trying to be, a, he's trying to learn how to be a father at the same time. Yeah. Like he doesn't know how to do any of that shit. And that scene too, there's the, uh, uh, who are those people that come for child, child services? Yeah. That's what, <laughs> child service, uh, person agents is actually coming at the door as he's breaking shit too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who the child servant uh, child agent I don't is. Either. But. But there's like that part of the, towards the end where like they convince, he talks to the kid and basically says, if you say these things, they will let you stay with me. You know, so they like, he teaches <laughs> them how to play baseball and he teaches them things like that. And like, so the kid tells them. He's just how to doggy. <laughs> the kid tells the, the uh, courts or whatever. And then after the fact, he goes back to being a marching. He's like, I thought we had like an understanding, like, you know, we would do this instead and the kid's like well no we just did like kid didn't understand that that was supposed to be like from here on in like he just did it just to be able to stay uh-huh. and of course they have that conflict where like the kid runs away the yeah. kid is in the crisis where he's like they're coming like he's deciding that his family are coming back to take him home and so he like cl- climbs to the top of an observatory i think and like john cusack something has like to go that. out uh, something like that and he john cusack goes out like and like tries to like talk him back in like the kid takes his weight belt off and like tosses like it was away like this thing that he built, like this, this like toy, like on a playground or something. He like built this kind of tower thing. Are you sure that's not kindergarten cop? No, no hmm. definitely not that one. Okay, that's like a weather balloon. No, that <laughs> was like weather little foil things. He climbs a radio yeah. tower and starts putting those foil things. On. No, 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 not like that. that kid but no, but yeah, mind. he definitely he had some sort of way to like he quote unquote communicated with his family from Mars, and it was like they were coming to get him. Yeah. Um. The, beautiful film it's yeah it's a really well done film and it you know john cusack is definitely dealing with himself like trying to be a father but also like we talked about beforehand like there's a lot of self-loathing in him because he talks about this book that he writes about you know the this creature versus like space marines or something like that he's like oh you always picture yourself as like one of the space marines right he's like no i always picture myself as the creature yeah he feels out of place. He doesn't yeah. feel like he belongs in this world. And that's why he writes the science fiction that he does. But that right. was what this whole connection of this movie was. This kid doesn't feel like he belongs either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet... And that was where they, the, the common ground they, they found was like... Yep. But but the, the himself, he's versing, you know, the inner turmoil, I guess, that he's dealing with is that he doesn't think that he is suit to be a parent. Right. And yet this is like the perfect parent for this child. Mm. And it's not until later that he realizes, like, yeah, this kid could be just as weird as he wants to be because I'm just as weird as I want to be. He's really just trying to, when he adopts the child, he's really just trying to fulfill something him and his dead wife have talked about. He's trying to fulfill her wishes more than, because I think even somebody asked, like, he's he's asking, he's asked by whoever at the, like, when he goes to see the kids at the orphanage, I guess would be the right word. Um, But, like, the kid's in, like, in a box just hanging out. Like, like, are you sure? He's like, this is what she would have wanted. Like, yep. this was what we talked about. Like, you know, I want to do it. Um, so it's very much like he's trying to fulfill these things that he feels like he's supposed to in a number of levels. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's very much like he's trying to find that balance. Like, this is what everyone expects me to be, but, like, maybe I can be myself at the same time and trying to find how that works within each other. Yep. I'm not going to lie. Other than watching the trailer and remembering, like, hey, well, that looks like a good movie, I probably wouldn't have watched it as 
and loved it as much if it wasn't for John Cusack because I'm a sucker for John Cusack. Yeah, me too. But he definitely has the right like cadence and the right <laughs> very personality for like his his portrayal of the main character is very true to the to what should have been. I don't know yeah. that there's many people that could have done it the way he did it. Not really. I mean, I'd have to think about it. But yeah, like, I'd have to sit and ponder it, it for a worked. while. So yeah, I yeah, it's yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's definitely one of my favorite. Yeah, of John Cusack. Two thousand seven. Damn, it's that old. My God. Yeah. Damn. Surprised I never. Yeah, I watch everything John Cusack does. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Surprised so. I never heard of it. Well, it's over there on that shelf next to you somewhere. It's a buck forty six, and it's a little longer movie. I can tell that, you this: that kid looks weird now. That movie that I have, I bought in two thousand seven, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Most of these movies I bought when they came out on DVD. So. I, I have it, and I don't think I bought it when it came out, but I definitely have it. I think I got it on a Black Friday sale. Mm. It's a good movie. You should watch it. So now you have homework to do. Yeah, this is the one I have to watch, or was it K? Both of them. K-Pax and The Martian Child. I'll put an asterisk next to it. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> then, as a father, I think you would like yeah. thoroughly enjoy it. Like and just especially knowing your child and yeah. how he feels about you. In this case, your son is more like John Cusack, and you're like the child. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure to watch it with such Aiden. Martian. <laughs> what if you would like it? Uh, you'd probably get bored. Yeah, <laughs> probably. It's, I was like, there's not a lot of like big beats like you have to like sit and watch it to really grasp like the the emotional content to it but it's not boring it's, it's just, not it's a, boring it's, it's like a, it's just a typical you gotta be kinda, in the mood for that yeah it's like a family scene. drama kind of thing yeah. i don't know like a family film kind of thing i can't remember yeah. why amanda pete is the romantic interest but she's the the romantic partner or interest hmm. for john cusack maybe they uh liked each other from identity <laughs> hmm. yeah Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Not wrong. Yeah, so that's it, huh? That's all yeah, we got. That's it. So, that's it. It's been like three hours. I know. Right. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, my fourth film, the one that I chose yeah. not to do from 1996, was The Sixth Sense. Damn. I didn't yep. even think about that one. Uh, the reasoning why is okay. because who do you think? Who do you think? Right away, who do you think? You think Bruce Willis. I was like, yeah, but nope. at the same time, I can think nope. Haley Joel Osment. Kid. Yeah. The yeah. kid is struggling. The entire time, the kid is struggling yeah. dealing with the fact that he can see dead people. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why. Yeah, I, I yeah, and my initial reaction was like, Bruce Willis, really? Me too, I went nope. to the same thing. But yeah, I, I like, can definitely see the Haley Joel Osment part. Yep. The whole film is basically his internal battle that he can't, he, he doesn't want to see these people. They scare him. Mm-hmm. doesn't know how to deal with it. And uh, he has to deal with it anyway. All on his own. On his no own. One, yep. And All I will say that's. And the the movie itself with the, the performance too, as as a kid, like he's terrified. Yeah. Like I think the reason why this movie. <laughs> Sorry, I thought of something. <laughs> I think the reason why this movie was so impactful is like, he's a child who's terrified all the time, mm-hmm. and he shows it. Like you feel bad for him oh, in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Like there's no doubt. Then the whole twist at the ending of Bruce Willis being a ghost. I was like, what? Fucking what? Spoilers. <laughs> oh, come on. If you haven't, 1999, hey. you haven't seen this and you didn't know about it, then you're... Then you don't watch movies. You're <laughs> born in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> I think even kids in 2000 knew Bruce Willis was a fucking ghost. My son has seen this movie. No, my, yeah. my, my favorite meme these days is like, oh, if you ever think, you know, if you ever think your life is terrible... 
And it shows a picture of Bruce Willis from the six and it's like, this guy was dead for a year and still went to work. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he didn't know he was dead. That's crazy. Uh, so yeah, yeah. That, that 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 wraps it up. Yeah, that's, that's April. the end of April. So April. next, uh, yeah, next month May is going to be a new theme. It's going to be musical May. Thanks to Ugh. Jason. Son of a bitch. I don't know why we listen to this guy. It's been like three months in a row. It's it has. It has. You did Marsh Madness. You did uh, Natural Disasters, which is a disaster. Which on just fucking fell apart right away. So we, we, yeah. had to, we had to really quickly fix that one. <laughs> and that's where we are now. But we couldn't have got the man versus whatever without my shitty idea. And now, yeah, musical. I'm fucking mad at myself. I don't even like musicals. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing. We all said we don't like musicals. I found myself finding more musicals. I'm like, oh yeah, I yeah. like that. Why well, I like that? Why well, I like that? I like that. Well, shit, I maybe I do shit. like musicals. Like, I've got I enough. I just don't want to admit it. I've got enough that I've seen that I can put on a list. Yeah. I'm not gonna say I like them, but I can I got enough to put on lists. Mm-hmm. So it's still better than. I'm actually picking ones that I like. <laughs> well, that's the whole point of this. Anyways, goodbye, Tim. Goodbye, Jason. <laughs> goodbye, Aram. Fare thee well. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. I'm sorry I work. Get off my dick. I don't have the luxuries you guys have. Okay. That's <laughs> off-air conversation. Yeah. <laughs> the so. Well, thanks for showing up, Aram. My pleasure. Mm. I enjoy being here whenever I can nowadays. Yep. So, all right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. And we will catch you next time. Peace. Peace. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to check us out. Jason, where can we be heard? I don't know, Tim. Where can we be heard? Let me tell you where we can be heard. You can find us on all the other platforms that you find podcasts like iTunes and Amazon Music. All them places you find all your favorite and popular podcasts. Yeah. Spotify. That's where I listen to podcasts. And nowadays you can rate your podcast on there. Go ahead and give us five stars on Spotify or any other platform you listen to your favorite podcast on. And Spotify. If you want to watch us, you can find us on YouTube. Go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. Give it a share. You got to comment. All the algorithm stuff. It helps. And if you want to comment on how bad and terrible we are doing or how ugly we look, just uh, send us an email at bnbbanterbros at gmail.com. And that's A-N-D, you said, between the B's? A-N-D in between the B. You can also check us out on the multiple social platforms that consume everybody's life, like the YouTube, the Twitch, the Twitter, the TikTokity, and the Instagrammy, including Facebook. So please, come check us out. We'll catch you next time.